Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio of the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic. Consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonham from Uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to Uncooperativeradio.com. I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right. What are we talking about this evening? On Sundays, we start with a prayer. We must once again rail against one of our TV shows. This has been coming a common thing because Hollywood, for some reason, is going crazy. Yes, I don't understand it either. They usually wait for right before elections. Yeah, they're putting it into high gear. I think they think they're losing. Well, they are losing. I hope so. <laughs> but they, they were almost to the grand prize. So. Yep. Then the ups and downs. Oh, wait. Uh, today is the Jewish holiday of Shabbat. We'll tell you what that is. Then the ups and downs for the week. And again, we must ask, what is up with our schools? And the Second Amendment report. And in the end, it's the economy, stupid and not only our economy, economies across the world that no one's talking about. Economy is economy. This global economy is not going to work because we're all going to go down together. Well, that's, that's the way that works. It's bad out there, folks, and nobody's talking about this. <laughs> yeah, you, I guess you thought all the troubles over in Europe are, are gone. gone, right? Yep. No. That's how it. That's how it's seen. Gone. If you don't get They've on the internet, they've solved nothing. It's gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better. And if you don't get on the internet, you'd never find this stuff out. Oh no! Uh, is a complete blackout in papers in the U.S. Go over to some other place to find them. Well, not only that. Like if we're, when we if we don't get to it, we're going to do this the next show because it's really important. We listen to Fox Business News on the weekends, and they're not talking about this at all. I listened to them yesterday. Nothing. Crickets. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what that's about. I think some people just don't have the time to inform themselves and want to get paid to talk on TV about stuff. <clears throat> I don't think there's anything sinister about it, although I know if you get too right-wing, they kick you off. Remember Glenn Peck and there was a couple others. <clears throat> All right, so it's Sunday, and it's been 
quite a day, and it's beautiful outside. The sun came out just for me. Look. <laughs> yes, it was cloudy all day. Okay, this is a prayer for candle lighting on Shavuot from Chabad.org. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to kindle the holiday light. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has granted us life, sustained us, and enabled us to reach this occasion. Amen. Now, before we go on, two things. One, anyone who's joining us for the first time, you're going to hear a rooster. It's a real rooster. It is not a silly... <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's pronounced Shabbat, right? What? I don't know. The V's of V in Hebrew, I forget. I don't know at all. You're the ones that know how to pronounce everything on me. Right. <laughs> I'm just... I, I think it's supposed to be B, but it doesn't matter. So anyway, the first you hear a rooster, it's a real rooster. <laughs> we we have chickens, we free range them, and they like he likes to go around the studio when we're on the show for some unknown reason. Second, likes to be close to us. Second of all, Brian had to go into town today, which is extremely rare, but he made it back in one piece, <laughs> and not too aggravated. <laughs> and not in prison. And not in prison. All right, TV shows. What do we got? Bones. Okay, what what the heck was it again? Now the whole half Which of the one? I've been watching so many of them. The one last night, half of the forensic team in Bones. If you don't know what Bones is, it's about uh, what do you call it? Autopsies, forensic. Yeah, the Smith Smithsonian and all that stuff, hooking up with the FBI. Anyway, know the cop show. So half of them go to Iran. No, and half of them go to Iran. One guy went to Iran. No, then his girlfriend, and then no, no, the not, FBI. not at once. Not at once. Yeah, tell the story right. So ha half the teams in Iran, half the team is at the Smithsonian in, in Washington D.C. They're trying to get the, the one of the high mucky mucks' son was killed, and they're trying to figure out the murder because he was holding them hostage until they did so. <laughs> so. And if they didn't solve it, it was it was going to kill him, and it was only one person. All this happened to one person until two more people decided to go help that one person. And now all three of them are held captive in Iran. Right. And the first... Taking the word of a Muslim that he's not going to have you all killed at the end of this. Uh, I wouldn't even step foot in there. I don't care who's over there. Um. Yeah. Again, like I said, if you're a Christian in a Muslim country, what the hell? <laughs> Sorry, but... How do you, in any way, shape, or form, think there's going to be compatibility there? Or even freedom? But anyway, the first thing that they did is they said that this young guy that got killed drank. Which is, you're not allowed to do in Iran. You're not allowed to drink. And they blamed it on American movies. That was like the first line the guy said. Yes, he was also a fornicator. <laughs> they don't allow that either. Right. Although rich people do it all the time, but you know. well, like you said, rich there's, powerful. Pe there's people above the, the Quran. <laughs> there were people who could enforce the Quran and, and then, the Sharia, and then the, through these little tiny jabs throughout the whole freaking episode about how wonderful freaking Islam is and how terrible America is. They even showed this um, 
outside of a building had a picture of the Statue of Liberty with a devil face on it. Yeah, I, I didn't care about all that because that's how it is over there. I just didn't like the way they were portraying that they're better than us. Yep. How in what way could they be considered better than us? And also about groveling between how Islam is so so close to Christianity. Remember that whole oh, yeah. fucking speech? And, and oh, don't forget, they kissed when they met. Now, see, because two more people came. And then, uh, remember, Cam was one that went with Booth. Right. And yes, the girl. she's got the head scarf on. <clears throat> uh, I just forgot it. You just forgot the whole episode? Just what I was about to say. I hate uh, that. You were talking about kissing, but that's not what oh, yeah, even the half kissed, of it. They, you know, they, they greeted by, she ran into his arms and they kissed. And right away, this big, ugly guy gets violent and starts pulling him apart. And the other guy's going, you're not allowed to kiss. You're not married. The, you're not married. Wonderful episode. I am so tired of people fawning over themselves to say how wonderful this freaking cult is. Well, if it's so wonderful, how come they needed our people to solve their murder? Well, <laughs> exactly. Well, but mm -hmm. it was, they really did. The writers didn't think that went through, see? They really did, though, Brian. When we were, were watching it, we're going, really? Oh, I, we, I go it all the time. Me. Ding, ding. There's ding. always dings in the shows. They just get worse around election time. Yeah, but we're not even there yet. <laughs> Well, I know, but there's a lot of uh, Islam stuff going on and homosexual stuff going on, so they're going to play on that because that's well, that's what's hot, right? Yeah, well, and they didn't, and of course, they're not going to go anywhere near where the uh, jihadi idiots are raping women and children and killing them and burning them. They're not going to show any of that. They're going to show how we're terrible and Iran is good. What are you crazy? That's for YouTube. You can't put that stuff on there. Now, and on top of that, this is what Hollywood's saying. Look, Iran is so wonderful. Please give Obama everything he wants. Yeah. See, it's not that bad over there. See, he's right. Well, if it's not so bad over there, then why has Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Jordan joined together? Because th the, they're melting down there, and they're trying to stop the Islamic ISIS from coming into their countries. They don't want ISIS because they're different sect of islam and besides they liked the world the way it was they're very rich and powerful haha <laughs> now you're making waves you know next thing you know people are complaining about all these mosques being built over here by the saudi arabia people we shouldn't have any mosques in the united states of america at no, all it's it's not a religion it's it's a government so li literally now we have two s s um separate governments Three. Inside our government. No, two inside. You got the natives was, right. and you got the muzzies. Yep. And, and listen, this is fact. They build those things. It is not just a temple. It is a place to store weapons. It's a place to make plans. It is an embassy. It, that All those things, they consider it. And that's what they use it for. So anybody going, oh, we can't blow up the boss. Well, that's where all their weapons are. I say we can and you know what? I say we should. I, I'm sorry. I, there doesn't need to be any Muslims in this country. Well, you know what I love about our government? And, and that goes for local governments too, ladies and gentlemen, depending on where you live. Um, people that have guns and are Christians, they're not going around blowing people up, but we're the ones being investigated. We're the ones being put on the list. 
not them. They're the ones that actually blow people up. Us and them too big. The fuzzy muzzies. Us and them is our government. Uh, fuzzy muzzies. Well, that that that's. You know what? The only other thing that's bothering me, if you when you watch the same show that's supposed to be played in the same week as all the other shows, there's a there's a theme to all the shows. Yeah, they they'll all do the same theme in a different way, and it's like it gets confusing after. I and and they keep moving characters back and forth in all the TV shows, which is good for the actors, but not good for me. I'm like, wait, a minute, what show am I watching? Yeah, but the most of the drones out there, they don't even notice this stuff, Brian. They don't notice patterns. They well, don't notice. Good for you, because ignorance is bliss. <laughs> and you know what? I am going to play this clip in honor of Fuzzy Muzzies. They can kiss my Lily White's Puerto Rican backside. And now from Hezbollah Toys. Just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hasbrola bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string and he shouts, Allah Akbar, and kill the infidels. Pull it again and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams, Everyone back up or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pull, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone, thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burqa Barbie. Now we'll have a fatwa on us. <laughs> I've had, Bring it. I've had those. <laughs> we'll be right up there in good company with Pamela Geller well, that, when and you, Robert Spencer. When Spencer used to track back to you and when, Jerome when you're doing an Islam story, <laughs> on his on his page it doesn't say track back. It says a fatwa was issued against, and then whoever you track back to. <clears throat> that was I thought that was clever. Anyway. We should probably have him on again, except for some reason his email server and. Gmail, do not get along at all. All right, so uh, mm, 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 the Jewish holiday of Shabbat. Again, from Chabad.org. The Torah was given by God to the Jewish people on Mount Sinai more than 3,300 years ago. Every year on the holiday of Shabbat, we renew our acceptance of God's gift, and God regives the Torah. The word Shabbat means weeks. It marks the completion of the seven-week counting period between Passover and Shabbat. The giving of the Torah was a far-reaching spiritual event, one that touched the essence of the Jewish soul for all times. Our sages have compared it to a wedding between God and the Jewish people. Shabbat also means oaths, for on this day God swore eternal devotion to us, and we in turn pledged everlasting loyalty to him. 
In ancient times, two wheat loaves would be offered in Holy Temple. It was also at this time that people would begin to bring vicharim, their first and choicest fruits, to thank God for Israel's bounty. The holiday of Shabbat is a two-day holiday beginning at sundown of the 5th Sivan, Sivan and lasting until nightfall of the 7th Sivan. In Israel, it is a one-day holiday ending at nightfall of the 6th of Sivan. Women and girls light holiday candles to usher in the holiday on both the first and second evenings of the holidays. It is customary to stay up all night learning Torah on the first night of Shabbat. All men, women, and children should go to the synagogue on the first day of Shabbat to hear the reading of the Ten Commandments. As on other holidays, special meals are eaten and no work may be performed. It is customary to eat dairy food on Shabbat. Among other reasons, this commemorates the fact that upon receiving the Torah, including the kosher laws, the Jewish people could not cook meat in their pots, which had yet to be rendered kosher. On the second day of Shabbat, the Yizkor memorial service is recited. Some communities read the Book of Ruth publicly, as King David, whose passing occurred on this day, was a descendant of Ruth, the Moabite. And the Epsodos for the week. Down from theguardian.com. See, this must be a story about America that we can't find in America. This is how it works. So you go overseas, and they are doing the stories that our news people aren't doing. But then people over here are doing news stories about Europe that they're not doing over there. So the Europeans have to come over here to get the information. It's really ridiculous, and it isn't working anyway. I wish they would stop. From TheGuardian.com, the senior author of a study claiming to find that a brief face-to-face conversation with a gay political canvasser had the ability to soften the opinions of those opposed to same-sex marriage has retracted its findings, claiming there were errors in his co-author's work. What? Again, we had to go to the UK for this. The study, which was published in Science in December and was widely covered in the media, found support, really, for the same-sex marriage climbed among voters who had a single conversation with a gay or lesbian canvasser. Oh, so uh, happy people and homosexual women, right? Think about it. In addition, the authors found that the change views not only lasted for at least a year, but also positively influenced the opinions of other members of the household. Rue is in full voice today, so all the people that have been asking, what happened to the rooster? Uh, Rooster Cogburn is alive and well, and obviously in full voice tonight. The optimistic slant on human nature provided by the research evaporated this week, however, 
when Professor Donald Green retracted the paper. Ireland becomes first country to legalize same-sex marriage by popular vote. It happened. As it happened, with all of the results in, Ireland has voted a historic yes in its gay marriage referendum. The last nail in the family unit has been voted in. Green, a professor of political science, you just hear that and go, oh, jeez, I don't want to talk to this guy. To make it worse, at Columbia University, said he has now come to the conclusion that while hundreds of California residents were canvassed for the study, follow-up surveys on which the results were predicated may have been fabricated by his co-author, Michael LaCour. It's hard to convey to you the mountain of fabrication that accumulated in our Dropbox folder over many, many months, he told The Guardian. Announcing his decision to withdraw the findings in a statement posted on the website Retraction Watch, Green wrote, I'm deeply embarrassed by this turn of events and apologize to the editors, reviewers, and readers of science. Sorry, we really don't respect you anyway. LaCour, a graduate student at the University of California, Los Angeles, did not respond when contacted for comment, but said on Twitter on Wednesday that he had read the report and was gathering evidence and relevant information so I could provide a single comprehensive response. I will do so at my earliest opportunity. Oh, yes, yeah, sure he will. It's just, uh, yeah, which as soon as I get around to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Up down from World Net Daily. This Memorial Day, tomorrow, the nation will pause to remember and honor Americans of all generations who lost their lives in service to the United States at this year's National Memorial Day concert. We'll spend time highlighting the children of those recently lost, apparent in combat and how their lives are forever changed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bring handkerchiefs with you. That's going to be a tearjerker. The concert airs live on tonight, I guess. (laughs) Yep, tonight, May 24th, at 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's uh, 8 o'clock. It's on right now. Quick, everybody stop listening to us and go, no, kidding. Uh, (laughs) Don't do that. It's on PBS. Anyway, you don't want to watch that. I'm surprised it is. It's a concert. Still. (laughs) Oh, come on. It's for children of combat veterans killed in war. The left gushes over this stuff. They hate our military. No, they hate how much money we spend on it. They hate how we use it. Now, you know, and and the far, far left who has no, will have no problems with our military the minute they decide to turn them on us. Suddenly, they'll be invaluable. Anyway, anything on PBS is not for me. I, I will never support that station. One of the focal points will on the work done by American Gold Star children to reach out to kids devastated by the loss of a parent and connect them up with other 
children going through the same heartache. That's an ultimate sacrifice when a parent has had to give up their life, knowing that they had a child and yet they put themselves in harm's way so the rest of us in this country could live the good life and live with the freedoms and protections and advantages we have in this country, said actor Joe Montenegro, co-host of the National Memorial Day concert. Do you know who he is? I know exactly who he is. It's from Criminal Minds and uh, something else, but uh, I don't. I do believe he's he's a progressive, isn't he? I don't know. I know. I know he's friends with uh, Gary Sinise, and Gary Sinise is not a. No, he's not. Being able to focus on those children will be a very important part, and I'm sure a very moving aspect of the programs at Matanega who is co-hosting the event for the 13th straight year. For the past decade, he has partnered with fellow actor Gary Sinise. The Dosti family was chosen to represent American Gold Star children at the concert. U.S. Army Sergeant First Class Sean Dosti was killed in Baghdad on December 30, 2005. The 32-year-old Dosti was a 14-year veteran and left behind his wife Stephanie and an 8-year-old son and a 5-year-old daughter. Wow. You know, that this is why this is why they're doing it. Children, they always use children to pull your heartstrings, but now children of fallen soldiers. Uh, if they could just keep their politics out of mixing with this on PBS, it'll be okay. I'm, I'm sure Sadis is making that <laughs> making that so. I don't think he'd be doing it if they started playing politics with it. But but that's why they like to be associated with it because it's a worthy cause. Who would say this isn't a worthy cause? Who dares say? Uh, I think the Westboro Baptist Church. They can, go find them. They'll do it. I know. And Gary Sinise is coming back to TV. I guess his tour is over with his band. Yeah, yeah, I just saw that. She said part of the reason those early years were so difficult is because oftentimes it didn't feel as though Sean had been killed. As a military family, we're used to him being deployed or in training somewhere. So we were used to him being gone quite a bit, Dusty explained. For a long time, it felt like he was still on a deployment or he was away at training. It took a few years to really comprehend that he wasn't coming home at all. Even after that realization, Dusty said adjusting to a new life was very difficult. We have spent the last years trying to put everything back together and beginning to be a family of three instead of a family of four, she said. We take it one day at a time. Still, to this day, we take it one day at a time, and I think that's the best way to get through something like this. Surround yourself with wonderful people, have good support system, and take it one day at a time. Good advice. What was that an up-down? Uh, because they're raising money for these kids, it's an up, and it's a down because you think they're playing politics with it. Well, but, not only not but it can't only, be. You said Sinise is in charge. Not only that, it's because they lost loved ones. Well, of that's course, always a down. Well, that's true. Always, mm. especially for kids. Unfortunately, it happens. And yes, I know more people are getting killed here every day than soldiers deployed, but 
still I don't care <laughs> it doesn't make me any happier uh, but it did when they would get it did make me happy either to hear when they came back here they were dying it was like it was like it was like Germany all over again in World War two they all stayed in Germany for a long time before they got shipped home right so they were living in party town basically army party town and they were getting drunken fights and drunk driving and accidents and hit by cars and they've been through the worst battle in world war history they lived being deployed from the very beginning of that very long campaign and then when it's over and they're all free they're getting killed so it was kind of funny because the officer in charge figured this out he was like this what the heck's going on i I'm, i gotta get my people out of here before they're all dead and he pulled some strings and got them state uh said uh statewide quicker stateside right stateside quicker that's actually a true story why did it so. take so long to get them back i don't understand you know history better than i do <laughs> nation building see that's what we shouldn't be doing i know <laughs> All right, uh, down. Before you do that. Right after the break. So, this Young Co-op Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yeah. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems a certain voodoo priest who... Who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. 
Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common sense. Conservative talk radio. It's on the internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular Internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com Are payday loans ruining your life? Do you want control over your money again? If you have two or more payday loan cash advances, listen closely. You may be eligible for a program payday loan companies don't want you to know about. A program that may help get aggressive and unfair payday loan companies out of your bank account and get you back on track to financial freedom. Payday loan companies may trap you into paying outrageously high interest rates. And they take way too much of your hard-earned money every week. We understand their tactics and know how to keep them off your back. We'll fight hard to help you regain control of your money. If you have two or more payday loan cash advances, call right now for a free consultation. 877-314-2657. 877-314-2657. Back to the Incorporated Radio Show. Now, we are going to be going to Israel a lot on this show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because it's time to bash Israel again. The world has decided. Yes, it's... Uh, things Things are happening. Down from IsraelNationalNews.com. The UN is once again singling out Israel for criticism. The UN Watch NGO on Friday reported that the global body adopted a draft resolution portraying Israel as violating the health rights of Syrians in the Golan. Golan Heights. Yeah, not ISIS. No. No. How is Israel violating the health rights of Syrians and Golans in the Golan Heights? What are they doing? Because We're going to find out, I'm sure. Yeah, it's the next paragraph. They're evil, right? Unbelievable. I really, I, this infuriates me with this stuff with Israel. And uh, Caesar hates Israel. He is not the first Jewish president. He can kiss my backside, too. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Well, I guess he can be whatever he wants to be, right? As long as he believes it. He's a muzzy. I don't think he's anything. I think he's... 
empty, hollow inside. The resolution comes even though Israeli hospitals continue their life-saving treatment for escalating numbers of wounded Syrians fleeing the civil war in their country. By a vote of 10424, with six abstentions and 65 absent, this Jewish state was the only country in the world to be singled out on Wednesday by the annual assembly of the UN's World Health Organization. The decision was ratified Friday in Geneva in a final reading by the plenary, noted UN Watch. The resolution adopts two reports heaping blame upon Israel for allegedly violating the health rights of both the Palestinians and Druze residents of the Golan. I don't know. I have never heard Druze before. That's new. That's new for me to find something new. Who are the Druze? And uh, constituted the 2015 Assembly's only treatment of a specific country situation, the NGO said. NGO is a non-government organization. There was no debate on the health of the many people now under indiscriminate sortie bombardment. No mention at all of the 1,850 Yemenis killed the 7,395 wounded, and the 545,000 displaced, many of whom are desperate to find food, UN Watch Executive Director Halil Noir said. On the contrary, he added, the representative of Saudi Arabia took the floor to denounce Israel's intransigence and to beseech all peace-loving states to adopt the distorted and politicized resolution. The despotic regime must have felt especially emboldened as the gathering took place adjacent to the Human Rights Council, where Saudi Arabia sits as its full member. Next, in 2013, by more than two-thirds of the UN General Assembly, said Mayor. Um... The resolution he continued falsely claimed a dire need for, quote, health-related technical assistance, unquote, for, quote, the Syrian population in the occupied Syrian Golan, unquote, and said nothing about the Syrians being murdered in their own country. Instead, the propaganda of Israel, the scapegoat, sorry, said the scapegoating of Israel in the form of a special debate Two lopsided reports, the resolution and the publication of country submissions, provided a UN platform for Assad's murderous regime. The last anti-Israel resolution follows a motion in March when the Commission on the State of Women introduced a motion criticizing Israel for violating the rights of the Palestinian women. Why, he doesn't rape them and beat them and kill them? The Muzzies do. Israel was the only country to be criticized by the commission, which ignored countries which truly violate women's rights, such as Syria, Saudi Arabia, and Iran, any Muslim country. Period. End of discussion. Why? Because Islam takes any kind of rights away from women. Women don't have any rights. Uh, UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon admitted in 2013 that the UN is biased against Israel, but he later backtracked on those comments. 
<laughs> what, what, what? Oh, oh, I didn't get the memo. Sad state of affairs, and I, and I, I hear these uh, anti-Zionist people on my side of, of the political aisle, and it doesn't make me too ple- pleasantly happy. Just because, oh, yes, Jewish bankers, they're bankers. Yep. Someone's got to be a banker. Why are you complaining about them taking over television? Look how many Jewish actors are all the television shows. Almost all the actors are Jewish. Uh, The directors, the producers. Hollywood, same thing. They're just good businessmen. That's the way they are, and they don't don't mind taking risks because they know in the long run they're going to succeed because that's... That's how you do things. They don't want to work with their backs. They were slaves for 400 years. They didn't want to do that. So they moved into things that didn't require physical labor. And as far as being bad bankers and good bankers, sure. There's bad bankers and there's good bankers. There's bad Jews and there's good Jews. The worst Jews to me are the self-loathing Jews. Not the bankers. Although, don't get me wrong... I'm no fan of banks because of the way their crony relationship with our government has been going on for a very long time. All right, so she says we're going to have an up. Believe her? Let's find out, shall we? From cnsnews.com. In the 10-year period from 2003 to 2012, the number of American children 5 through 17 years old who were being homeschooled by their parents climbed by 61.8%. According to newly released data from the U.S. Department of Education, at the same time, the percentage of all U.S. students in the 5 through 17 age group who were homeschooled increased from 2.2% to 3.4%. Homeschooling is most prevalent in two-parent families where one parent works and the other does not, according to the Department of Education data. Among this type of family, 5.3% of all students are homeschooled. I think that's great. Two-parent families, homeschooling is is prevalent. That's good news, isn't it? Uh, But... I could throw a monkey wrench in here, but I don't. There are also patterns in the data. The more educated the parents, the more likely they are to homeschool their children. And middle-income parents are more likely to homeschool than poorer or wealthier parents. Okay. Um, You don't have to be super intelligent to homeschool your kids. There's a lot of resources out there. Not anymore. No, you could do it on your computer. It'd be like going to a regular school but never leaving the house. Well, it's not like regular school, but they'd actually be getting an education. Yes, they have online sites you could look for. Uh, I forget the one we had on. That was a really, really affordable and well-thought-out course. Uh, and, uh, your kids would get a super superior education going to that place. And a uh, yearly curriculum is, is not expensive at all. It's around $2,000 when you get into high school. In the beginning, it's like... you know. I'm at a hundred bucks. That as it gets older and more complicated, obviously, 
And they have real teachers that teach over the internet. It's www.freedomproject.com. It's Freedom Project Education. That's who we had on. Alan Scholl, right. Yep. And that's www.freedomproject.com. That's their site. They have a great curriculum, inexpensive. Uh, give them a look. Don't don't just give everybody a look. Do a search, but give them a look and compare them to the other places that you can get. And you see which courses you like better, which plans you like better, which prices you like better. That's a good thing. It's it's opening a market. You see, that's acting kind of independent of all the manipulation of the government. That's because this that's like life. It always tries to break through. It always tries to happen. Free trade and life. They go together. Without life, there could be no trade. <laughs> well, I, I, when I, I say free trade, I, I, I meant to say free economy. Sorry. A, uh, our economy, a free economy, not trade. That's a different story. There's no such thing as free trade. Never has been. So we'll just let that go. Yeah. Like the TPP. Right. That, that <laughs> and which, by the way, they can call it an agreement all they want. It's treaty. And it needs to be ratified by Congress. And Congress cannot pass a law to take away their power. They, they just have, did. Yes. They have a, every law they pass is unconstitutional right now. That doesn't mean they can't, they're not doing it, but they can't legally do it. Get rid of all these bureaucracies. And you'll, we'll be so prosperous. We won't know what to do with it all. And yes, we're going to have to shut. The, we're going to have to fix this immigration nonsense now. We're going to fix this mess, and that's the none of the story. Uh, it gets just more and more stuff we got to fix. So please don't have a convention in the states until we take the states back under real conservative control, uh, conservative libertarian control. You're just going to put things in the Constitution that are going to make things worse, and then we're going and then we're going to have to live under it because it's the now it's the law of the land. Before they were just doing it illegally. See, think about all the things. It's always about fixing what they're doing illegally. They're already doing it illegally against the Constitution. Why do we need to amend the Constitution? No, we just need to enforce it, adhere to the Constitution. It's original intent. No textualizations. I don't care about your little propaganda games. Original intent. And we have Madison's notes. We know original intent. We don't need the Supreme Court to tell us. It's not their job anyway. Article 3, Section 2, that's their jurisdiction. The first sentence is not all-compassing, giving them power over all law and equity. You gotta keep reading. All right. Um, well, I like that this is coming out because we're all advocating on this show, every show, to homeschool your kids. Yeah, uh, please. Private school, homeschool, Montessori school, Catholic school. I don't care. A- any school that's better than the government school. And you that do- doesn't take government money. Now you got to be careful too, because a lot of these. The next story we're going to do about what's up with our schools. A lot of these um, Christian schools are taking money from the federal government now, and they are using Common Core because they're, they're going to cite two of them. Obviously, in here. you wouldn't send them there. 
That's what I'm saying. Don't just think just because it's a Christian school. No, you got to check out your curriculum and how and the cost and this and the services, and you got to make a decision. You have choices out there. You don't like I said. You could pay for the online people to do it, and and the kid doesn't have to leave the house. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room, and they'll get an outstanding education. And this, I'm telling you, this is going to help poor people. They, poor people should be doing this. They, this is a way for poor people to get a better education and get and get out of being poor. Homeschooling. It, look, this is gonna this is gonna blow wide open if if Obama's ilk doesn't completely destroy the country and collapse the economy. In which case, there'll only be chaos and anarchy anyway. So, nobody be going to school. In 2003, according to DOE estimate, there were 1,096,000 homeschooled children in the 5 through 17 age group in the United States. That equaled 2.2% of the uh, 50,707,000 students in that age bracket the United States that year. In 2007, there were 1,520,000 homeschooled children in the 5 through 17 age group, according to the DOE estimate. That equaled 3.0% of the 51,135,000 students in the 5 through 17 age group that year. Why did we have to read all that? She just stopped with, it's on the rise. (laughs) That would can't put it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, again, uh, do avail yourselves of every opportunity. Remember this. Charter schools are public school. They're government schools. They're not the same. They they, they, they may have a different curriculum. I, I assume they're not going to be teaching Common Core, but uh, maybe I'm wrong on that. We'll see. If they are, then they're in on it. Anybody that says they're for Common Core, they're they're in on it. They're either a complete doofus and shouldn't be allowed anywhere near a microphone, or they know it. He is just doing... He's not... Why, Lord, he's got so much more he's going to do to us. Why? Why, you say? Well, it is not... It's not my fault, that's for sure. I've been rallying against this long enough. It's, it's because they can. Nobody's pushing back. You're not screaming the high heaven to impeach him. Oh, no, that's political suicide for the Republican Party. Who cares about the Republican Party? And no, it wouldn't be. If you drag him out on C-SPAN and point out all the things he did that was, violated the Constitution and were actually high crimes and misdemeanors, and they're off, uh, he's just... There's never been a president with more. How's that sound? But if the people don't get on the stupid idiot Republican elites back to let the people in the House bring these things forward, it's not going to happen. If you're not going to beach the guy, he's going to destroy the country. Until he walks out that door, if he walks out that door, He's going to destroy the country with everything he can do, which thanks to a bunch of brain-dead people in Congress, 
he could do a lot because he's got all those agencies that interact in, in our lives in various sorts of ways that they're not supposed to be. You won't be so free you'll be scared for a long time. It'll take you a while. In the beginning, it's, it's like the first time camping in the middle of nowhere where there's you know wild bears and everything. Every little sound, you're, what's that? What's that? You're nervous. After not being killed for years, you get used to it. It's, it's no big deal. All right, so we're going to do a whole segment now in schools. Do we have a button to push? No, I forgot to do uh, Melissa Harris Perry, but I'll get that up in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I felt the chill in the air. <laughs> we have to always play her when we're talking about schools because I like to uh, remind everybody, this is what the progs think about our children. There it is. Two seconds. Ha-ha. I'm good. Hold on now. Hold on. Don't you love people who pat themselves on the back? <laughs> there we go. This is the gift that just keeps on giving. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children your kid is yours and totally your responsibility we haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children so part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households then we start making better investments I love the birds. <laughs> cuckoo! 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 <clears throat> yes, you don't own anything. Your business, your property, yourself, your children. Nothing. Nothing is yours. These. This is how you can tell they're evil. They are against private property ownership. That. That's just evil. That's what made this country great. The fact that you could acquire property not have the government take it from you now you can't afford the taxes how's that your house you've been living in it for 20 years and if you don't pay the taxes one year here comes the lien on your house you know what i love about why do you keep shaking staring at me (laughs) Her head's like looking like a puppet. No, but because that was the most important thing that the founding fathers felt the country should have. Private property ownership. Intellectual property as well as just private property. That's why they put all this stuff, all that in the Constitution. Especially about the patents. That's all they wanted the government ever to be involved in. Making sure that you had your own... Intellectual you know, property and could keep it. When I first started reading the Constitution, I thought doofus stuff like that too. I did. I made all the classic mistakes. Uh, that's when I started getting into you know finding out more. I I got to know more about this because I don't know. And uh, turned out that wow, I had it all wrong, and it's really like obvious to me now. But it wasn't before, and this is a hard break. So it's your corporate radio show. You stay tuned, because We'll be right back. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal. 
unconstitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. Would you like to know the reasons why your taxes are so high? Would you like to know what fuels inflation every time you buy? Would you like to know who takes the biggest slice out of your pie? It's the Federal Reserve, and I'm here to tell you why. It's not that complicated to explain in layman terms. When something's really rotten, it is sure to crawl with worms. And that something really rotten happened in this nation's past. It's been feeding on our prosperity until now we're sinking fast. Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. How would you like to print up money on your very own private press? And loan it out to all your friends at staggering high interest. That it wouldn't take too long until you own the whole neighborhood. Well, that's what the Fed's been doing since our Congress said they could. Now our Congress shirked their duty back in December 1913. That's when the value of our money changed from gold to inky green. And when they shrugged the Constitution off, they damned this nation's fate. It was a blatant violation of Article One and Section Eight. Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. You got the FBI, the FCC, the Federal Trade Commission agency, and they all have one thing in common: that is, they're federal. But here's one thing: if you haven't guessed, there ain't a thing federal about the Federal Express, and the only thing federal about the Reserve is that it's criminal. Now, if I was to tell you that we're under martial law, and there ain't no sense in waiting for the final axe to fall, and that the money that we're spending's really military script, would you say that I've gone crazy, or would you think that I've been hit? Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. No, the Federal Reserve isn't federal. It's just criminal at all. Let's just dump it. The Recovery Act and our actions to fix the financial system were decisive in starting to turn the economy around. Growing、uh, at a good clip. I'm calling this the recovery, the summer of recovery. The summer of recovery, or I might even call it the summer of projects. Our economy is stronger. That economic heartbeat is growing stronger. All of them have projects that are shovel ready. Shovel ready projects. Shovel ready projects. We are seeing shovels hit the ground. Shovel ready was not as、uh, <laughs> shovel ready as we expected. The next two years, our job now 
is putting our economy into overdrive. This is Obama's economy. That's fine. Give it to me. Do you know a soldier in need of an angel? Would you like to be an angel to a soldier in need? Then you should visit www.soldiersangels.org. Since 2003, Soldiers Angels has supported thousands of American service members stationed wherever we raise our country's flag, and the number is growing daily. They also work with our wounded soldiers, giving them backpacks filled with needed items, personal visits, phone calls, etc. Additionally, they send our thanks via letters and email to the military of Great Britain, Poland, and Australia who served by our soldiers' side in Iraq. Soldiers Angels are dedicated to ensuring that our military know they are loved and supported during and after their deployment into harm's way. So sign up to be an angel today or send an angel to a soldier in need. Visit www.soldiersangels.org. This has been a public service announcement from the Uncooperative Radio Show. Okay, and welcome back to the Cooperative Radio Show. Uh, I apologize to anybody who's trying to listen to us live right now. Uh, I know that we're dropping out like crazy. We're sorry. Something going on with the internet. I don't know what it is. I'm going to tell them quickly about iHeart, too, before you forget. Oh, for our iHeart listeners, which is uh, which is a large majority of the people. Yeah, so we appreciate that. It, what happens is... I'm going to replace this on Spreaker and everywhere else. But it will also put the new one up on iHeart. The problem is I can't take the old one off. So just always listen to the new one. And and if you find one that's messed up like this, it'll it'll be fixed shortly. And you can go back. Uh, It just takes me a while. Like, depending depending how bad it is, like this show is going to be bad. It can take three hours to do post-show technical stuff. So, But, again, it'll be the second one. And if you're listening to this one, it won't be this one. Until you hear it on the other one, it'll be that one. You can strike that. Reverse it. Oh, never mind. Um, that must be in time. It must mean it's time for me to watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory again. All right. Um, well, so what is up with our schools? And thank you, call Clang Clang with a K dot com for that uh, little ditty. From World Net Daily, a Boston University professor has defended to World Net Daily his creation of a Common Core compliant lesson plan that uses role playing workshops to teach students to sympathize with Hamas, create a Palestinian state, and divide the city of Jerusalem. Who do you think created the city of Jerusalem? It's in the Bible. This is a long article. It's very important we get this information out because your kids are doing this crap. Not my kids. My kids are already messed up from the from the last crap. All right, Professor Carl Horbit Hobbert's who's who's Jerusalem? project has been applauded by those at the pinnacle of the education establishment 
as an important work that will, in the words of Boston University School of Education Dean Hardin Coleman, help students acquire the skills they need in conflict resolution to be successful in the 21st century. Uh, what's going on with that door, but stop it. But the role-playing exercises have also come under fire recently from pro-Israeli groups. One group, Boston-based Americans for Peace and Tolerance. Yeah, peace and tolerance. You know, as much as we all want peace, even Gandhi knew that you had to, you had to go to war sometime. You have to get in a fight sometimes. You have to physically defend your family sometimes. To hide behind saying I'm a pacifist, he said, you're not a pacifist, you're a coward. All right, um, pinnacle, it's the pinnacle. But the role-playing exercises have also come under fire recently from pro-Israel groups. One group, Boston-based Americans for Peace and Tolerance. I think they're a horrible group. Get chills every time I say it. Headed by Charles Jacobs, released a 27-minute documentary film last month that derides Herbert's projection as an attempt to indoctrinate rather than educate. The role-playing games where students pretend to represent Arab, Israeli, or American interests have been used in hundreds of high schools across America, Hobart told WorldNet Daily. Last year, the program was added to the Common Core approved list of curricula and received Race to the Top funding from the U.S. Department of Education. The workshop is... Pre- and what is this? Do you think this teaches the kids to be better students or, or better little useful idiots? If you th- if you voted latter, you'd be correct. <sighs> the workshop is presented in many schools as part of a quote unquote global education initiative, which is a strong focus of Common Core compliant curricula. Global education, no, it's global indoctrination. It's Hamas and the Palestinians who are the bad people. You got it backwards. If you can't, if you cannot recognize evil when it stands before you, you better get back to church and better start hitting the Bible, because you got work to do. Um, the global, uh, the quote global citizen unquote approach to teaching. Uh, you could get if you're interested, ladies and gentlemen, all you progs out there. If you don't know about this and you you hate being an American, you can go get yourself a global citizen passport. Recognized by the United Nations. You don't have to be an American citizen. You can be a global citizen. So rush on down and get yourself one. And maybe, maybe choose to use it to go someplace else. This approach to teaching social studies, social studies has to be wiped out completely because it was a social construct that's in the word. It's socialist. It's designed to brainwash the children. Gone. Of course we're going to teach history, but we're not going to teach social studies. Of course we'll teach civics, but we're not going to teach social study. And we will be happy to point out all the wonderful things America has done for the rest of the world. Because unlike the muzzies, We've actually done quite a lot. 
That is until Caesar got a hold of it. <laughs> I don't know. He's still throwing money at everybody. Everybody, every country's getting our money that we're printing and borrowing. It's just China's lending us money. I give it a. That's a give foreign aid. Russia foreign aid. Brazil foreign aid. I could keep going on. Is all the countries foreign aid, foreign aid, foreign aid, foreign aid? There's not one country not receiving our foreign aid. That's your money, not theirs, yours. And it's not supposed to be used on anything but what you told them to do. And you didn't tell them to do any of this stuff. Um, Holbert's scene in APT's documentary, for example, describing the merits of his course at St. Margaret Episcopal School. A college prep school in California. See what I was talking about? St. Margaret's Episcopal, not Catholic, Episcopal. Right, but still, it's a Christian school. Yes, it is. And it is. But they have homosexual clergy. And also. And female clergy. you got to be kidding me. They're, they're completely taken over by the progs a long time ago. And they're also. So is the Catholic Church in the United States of America, by the way. Took over a long time ago. I point you to Father Coughlin, the 1930s. Common Core. They're teaching Common Core. Yes. Every school that gets money is going from the government is going to have to teach Common Core. Or they won't get the money. And it's California, so who really cares? <laughs> really. Well, I was fuller than I thought. Thank you. <clears throat> Uh, where is it? Homer admits on camera in the documentary that his mission in designing Who's Jerusalem goes beyond educating students. He hopes to turn them into activists. Of course you do. There you have it. Of course you do, you commie bastard. Oh, come on. He's a left-wing little progressive socialist commie fascist status bastard. You have not said that in a very long time. You know that. And yet, rolls off the tongue. <laughs> Like butter. I was surprised you didn't say it last show. I wasn't going to mention it, and then you didn't say it the other show, and I was going to say, you know, if you don't do that this show, I am going to mention it. Everybody's too used to it, so I took it away for a while because I want them to, like, think about it and want me to do it again and expect me, wait for me to do it. The anticipation building. Or not. Albert believes in educational civil disobedience where students are learning about the Middle East and they're putting pressure on our government to create a Palestine state. He told Qatar-owned Al Jazeera TV in March 2012. This is subversion. This is sedition. You, You can't teach overthrowing the government in the government school. Ugh. Oh, we're teaching them. No, you're not. You're training them to be little left-wing bubbleheads. Bobbleheads. Yeah, that's better. Bobbleheads. Yeah. Yeah, don't teach them about what the muzzies are actually doing to the children over there, right? Got to destroy America. Got to tear down America to build the rest of the world up. It's this stupid glass thing again. There's only so much water in two glasses, and if you're going to do it equally, well, then one person's going to lose water to give to the other person to fill it up. If you ever want to do that, take a full glass of water. Take an empty glass of water. Same size. Sit them side by side. Okay, now apply social justice. Go. (laughs) See, you learn all kinds of science here. 
truth and science. And science experiments. <laughs> I, don't worry, Mom and Dad. I, I won't give anything out on how to blow things up or anything. Oh, and always, like you say, have a pen and paper handy. Always. <laughs> Taking notes is important because you never know what I'm going to say. And you might want to jot it down and check it out or make sure I know what I'm talking about because you think I'm crazy. You couldn't possibly be right. Check me out. We'll, we put the links up after the show, usually within 48 hours. Unless we had an incredibly bad week. Um, Where's the story going? It, it, we know what they're doing. They're, they're teaching hate Israel. They're, they're doing the muzzy work. See, the commies and the muzzies are now teaming up against the Israels. As Jewish people. This is great. And black people don't like Jewish people to begin with. Oh, that shouldn't cause any problems in America. Uh, what, what, what? The president's behavior and his administrative ilk's behavior and the Looney Tunes in charge in the local offices have created a thing going on that I don't think you're hearing about. There are police officers being assassinated all across the country by black people. It isn't because they're black. I don't think their skin color has anything to do with it, although it does make them better to hide in the dark. I'm serious. It does. <laughs> Go play hide-and-seek with a black kid someday. <clears throat> better hope he's wearing bright clothes. You never find him at night. And you know, I know the joke. You? you racist bastard! Uh, I might as well tell the joke. If you need to find out where a black person is in the dark, tell a funny joke. <clears throat> because they smile. We get it, Brian. <laughs> a, if you have to explain a joke, it's not a good joke. I wasn't explaining it. I was emphasizing it. Okay, when student goes, I'm, I am devoutly Jewish, and I've got family members in Israel. I would like to be a member of the Likud party. Guess what we make that student? A member of Hamas, Hobart said. Hamas, a terrorist group. Hamas, a terrorist group. Do you really want these crazy muzzies in charge, ladies and gentlemen? Who do you who do you want to be on the side of? The evil fuzzy muzzies or the children of God? Pick one. No, it's not the same God. Muslims worshipped Allah, not the God of Abraham. His name is not Allah. Well, he did, does not have a name because he is one who cannot be named, you see. Well, and you read, when you read Shabbat, we decided that that's what we're going to call it today, Shabbat. When you read when they acquired it, what, how many years ago? Way before. 3,300 yeah, years ago. Yeah, way before Muhammad. Christianity is before Muhammad. I know. That's what, but again... Why would me... And again, Mohammed didn't create a religion. He created a government. It's called a theocracy. Look it up. That's exactly what he did. And it's great for... It's a great form of government for totalitarian people who want to control the people easily. Because you're do, your religion is everything. The religion is your government. Your religion are your laws. The religion is your life. And that's how they, that's how they are. But it ain't happy time. No, no, no. They don't have happy time. The elites have happy time, just like over here for the elite party political people. Same way over there, but with the imams. 
because, you know, Muhammad had a, a long history of changing the rules when he wanted to do something that he told other people they weren't allowed to do. He did that quite often. You know, and I'm going to bring this aspect up over and over again when we hear this nonsense. As a nurse, I was taught to do no harm. If these teachers were really good teachers, they would not be teaching these children this. They, they should know that Hamas is a terrorist group. Why would you want your child that you have charge over to portray someone who's a terrorist group, especially what's going on in the Middle East right now as we speak? Again, as a nurse, I don't care who I had to go against. The administrators, the doctors, the surgeon. I would not take an order or do something to my patient that I thought would harm them in any way. These teachers are not good teachers. They do not care about the kids. Well, they're either idiots, and they shouldn't be anywhere near children, or they're evil. They're, they're part of this movement that wants to tear down this country and create this utopian, communist, socialist, egalitarian... I don't know what they want. They're, because every group is all over the map. This one wants this, but not that. That wants this. They want, I get, look, it's not an a la carte menu. It's, I'll take one from column A and two from column B. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Constitution is all we need. Get back to it. Everybody will be happy, believe it or not. The poor, the poor will be better off and happy. Even the left-wing lunatics will realize how stupid they were after we just shower them with liberty. But you don't like liberty? You're afraid of liberty? I've noticed there's a lot of fear of liberty. I could point a, I could point things out if you'd like. <laughs> Lose some more listeners. Here we go again, Brian. Shut. I can't. Um. Back to what I don't. The schools are not schools. They're just child abuse. Please get your kids out of there before it's too late. I'll do whatever I can. If I have to have show after show of homeschooling options and where you can get it and where you can find it, I will. But I, you have the internet, just like I have the internet. You could do a start page search, just like I could do a start page. Search. Oh, you? No one uses Google, right? No, 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 no evil Google. Start page. Start page keeps you invisible. It searches Google for you. So you're still using Google, but Google doesn't know you're there, so it can't use any of your information or store them, and the government can't get them. Start page. Just go wherever your browser has its settings and find the search engine, and if it's not there, do a search for start page. It'll have a button to download it to your browser and install it. It'll be great. Just make your default search engine and... You'll be very happy if you like Google. Now, if you're a Bing or Yahoo person or Microsoft person, why? Uh, Hotmail. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what to tell you uh, other than I only use other browsers when I'm looking for something I don't care anybody can see. So like if I'm looking for something uh, to shop. I find Bing has better hits for me for shopping, and Yahoo does too, than Google does. 
but I get better news results and politics on start page. Well, Google, but start page. Did I say start page enough? I hope so. So anyway, when this guy says that, we're going to make him a member of life. That's brainwashing, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to take a, a, a devoutly Jewish person and turn them into a radicalized terrorist. Wow. So he's admitting he's gonna he's going to be creating little terrorists in this country. He just did. Where's the FBI? Why isn't he being investigated? Why isn't he being arrested? He just said I'm gonna brainwash, I'm gonna brainwash children and turn them into terrorists. Well, no, you're not. <laughs> that's that support. That's definitely support of a of a terrorist organization. To say the least. Sorry, uh, since he's much like Samaz, I know exactly where to drop him from a C-130. I got the perfect place in mind. (laughs) Just hook him up to a static line with a parachute and kick his backside right, right out into the middle of the mess in the Middle East. Or maybe if I really want him to pay, I'll dump him off on the continent of Africa. Let's see how he likes them over there. All right. Um, Holbert told World Night Daily in an interview with Nesday that is only part of the story. He said he would be just as adamant in putting an Arab student in the position of having to role play on the Israeli side of the issue. But you don't. He said Jacob made his documentary based on old information and the charges of brainwashing are unfair, even deceitful. If you're telling me you're going to turn people completely 180 degrees around, uh, that's brainwashing. That's not normal. People don't go from devout Jew to... Yeah, 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 even though it rhymes a little bit. Uh, he said his 30, he had a 30-year passion for teaching conflict resolution to students... And that passion came together several years ago in the Who's Jerusalem role-playing workshop. To receive federal funding, he said he made it more broad-based and suitable for class and world history, too. Middle Eastern studies, contemporary world history, and what most people would call global issues in grades 9 through 12. Global issues? We don't worry about other countries' education other than to go you know you have a pretty shitty education look at our kids look what look how dirty they're doing you should adopt our method of education see lead by example these people don't know how to read they just lead by deceit i don't want nine my... through 12 the issues global issues my nine through 12 has been more things to worry about Thank than what's you. gonna go what's gonna happen in <laughs> yaba Ukikistan. Yes, I know it's not a real country. What difference does it make? Stand this, stand that. Heart, heartbreak stand. Uh, broken leg stand. Mountain too large stand. Get it? Don't care, Stan. The six role players are Likud, Labor, Fatah, and Hamas. The Arab League, which represents the countries around Israel, and the quartet made up of the U.S., UN, Russia, and European Union. Now, just by that, 
Look at all those <laughs> things surrounding Israel. You idiot. The countries around, all of those around Israel. Little tiny Israel. Well, not Europe. No, he's talking about... Um, Quartet made up of U.S., U.N., Russia, European Union. Yeah, but that's not the countries around Israel. That's no, the, that's these the aren't countries either. This political parties. Yeah, it's the other players. These are called political parties. They consider Fatah and Hamas political parties. Hamas blows things up constantly. Why didn't you ever recognize the Irish Republican Army then as... I mean, Hamas is worse than the IRA. At least they were just trying to save their own country. These people, they're just crazy. That's a really good question. Why didn't the UN and everyone, these idiots, recognize them? your people again? Well, you're American, but it was over two hundred years. Yes, no, exactly. it's my people. I'm I'm only second generation American of Irish descent. Right. They so. didn't recognize your people. Your people. So, like, my father wasn't a natural born citizen, even though he was born in Brooklyn, New York. Good point. He was not a natural-born citizen because his parents were immigrants. Period. I was the first in the Bonner family to be a natural-born citizen. See? Good example. I'm going to have to use that on the show. On my I, other show. You know, people <laughs> say it's not fair. Well, it doesn't matter what's fair. Life's not fair. Some You have to, you have to rule somebody out, you know? Uh, I know. Let, let's have someone come here from... Land and then become president of the United States. They're, they're pushing for that. Yeah, yeah. I think there's already one in there. I think I think he's in there already. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it. We got it. How do you like it now? Oh, I don't think he'll blow himself up. He, he's too <clears throat> too narcissistic for that. All right. So those are six role plays, and each you get four pages of confidential instructions as you try to divide Jerusalem. No, you don't divide Jerusalem. Give it back to who it belongs to. The Jews. And and get that ugly mosque off of the mount on, on the temple. The te- the Jewish temple was there first. You put it on top. Now get it off or we'll get it off for you. <clears throat> I don't know why we're putting up with any of this. Why would Israel allow a mosque in their own country? Unbelievable. I, why would they let any Muslims in their country? They do, though. I, and, they, and yet everyone calls them names. There's, plenty, there's lots of Arabs working inside of... Jerusalem, they live and work. Some come to work, some live and work. Evil Israel, would you let them? Would you let those people come across your border who constantly are killing your neighbors, your family, constantly under years of bombardment, on and off, and on and off, and on and off? I'm sorry, they they've already suffered way too far. And there's nothing they could do that would make me turn against them. Nothing. All right. As you try and divide what isn't divisible. Uh, So anyway, each of the groups would be one with ten students around it, Hobart said. It's neat. Students are looking at many issues around the world, and they're not brainwashed. Yes, they are. How come they're not looking at any issues right here in America? Thank you. Where Where is our mock Congress for the U.S. of A.? How about we do that before we worry about how to be a good little global citizen proglodyte? 
Ooh, that's a new one. <laughs> he just made that up. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> Wait for it. It'll show up everywhere. That was a good one. I don't think, that even caught me by surprise. I don't think most people could say it. <laughs> oh, surprised <Uh-oh>. me. <laughs> I just came out of nowhere. I just had a total emotion. It's just when I get emotional, I seem to get creative. I don't know. It's apropos, though. It really was. Look, we got to laugh at this stuff because it is really frightening. And it is, again, you're saying a good point. Where is the mock Continental Congress? Right. Uh, the, or the Articles of Confederation or the Constitutional Convention. Now, that would be good. That would be the best one of all. The Constitutional Convention. That was four months of debate. And now, there's some there's some mineable material and, you can do for one of these things. And look, and, and no, but he would turn it. He would turn it on why the Constitution was evil. That's all that. That if they teach the Constitution, it's not going to be right. It's going to be this is a worthless piece of paper. Pay no attention to it. But you know what? That's a good thing for homeschoolers to have that kind of a group project like that. If you have enough homeschoolers in your neighborhood. Right. That's what I'm saying. If, as we get more and more, we're just hoping for that. Right. They can have that kind of... And you know what would be you know, really... I think You know I think would be cool? If someone invented a video game where you debated, you took a character, any number of one of key characters at the Constitutional Convention, and played their roles with the computer playing the others. They do have a constitutional board game. Yeah, I know. I sent them an email. I said I'd really have to look at it before I could support it. Uh, because if you teach the nonsense, I can't support it. They never sent me the game to try out. They never sent me the rule book. Nothing. Even the cards to say, well, what are they about? So I don't know if, if that's a good thing or not. That somebody made a constitutional game. Was that person qualified? Probably not. Was that person self-educated enough? Probably not. Was he well-intentioned? Absolutely. But you know what they say about good intentions. See again, you can get, you can think you know the Constitution because you've read it and read it and read it and read about the Supreme Court justices had to say on it. Or maybe you even read the Federalist Papers. God save your soul. <laughs> um, you will still not, you still don't know it as well as you think you do. I guarantee you that. I, I didn't when I thought it. And if you go through the PatriotsPub.us, PatriotsPub.us, uh, if you go through it from episode one, man, you you are going to be a scholar among scholars. I am not kidding you because nobody learns this stuff. You'll learn it. You'll learn why they went against their country. Why did they, Articles of Confederation, why did they decide they did, they weren't working and we needed something else? Why did they decide on the kind of government they decided in convention? All that stuff is answered. Everything that the Constitution means, including both sides of the debate over why some wanted it, why some didn't want it. But see, the whole trick there was eventually the one that had the better stance would wear the other side down and and pick off members, and they'd come your way as you were winning the debate. So... Yeah, I think that'd be great. And I think it'd be great as a, a, a one-person computer game because a lot of times you don't have enough people to do something like that. But that'd be a great educational game. I bet they'd make a lot of money. Speaking of money, this is the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. 
the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. Opening a registered nurse's eyes, a life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com for $7.99. This true story chronicles the changes Susan witnessed in nursing, the medical field, and in our nation during the years 1998 to 2002. It is written to expose what goes on behind the scenes concerning health care in this country, the common problems our nation faces, and what it is like to live across North America as a travel nurse. It is not politically correct or for the faint of heart. She hopes to inspire her fellow Americans to stand up for what is right and persevere no matter what the difficulties they encounter on the great journey that is called life. Again, the novel is Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes. A life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com. The Uncooperative Radio Show. Okay, the other thing I wanted to bring up because you brought a great point. Why aren't they doing, like you said, having a game or, you know, if they want role playing, then role play the convention? Another thing would be role playing the Continental Congress during the Revolutionary War. If they want to teach world history, we had to deal with other countries while we were doing that. All the above. 
I mean, committees of correspondence would be a great place to start. You know, because that's actually a smaller class project. Because we had to send out ambassadors while the revolution was going on, because we had to get people on board. We needed funding, so it would teach you all about. And you'd get history at the you'd same time. Learn about what they had, what the French, what the French, how the French helped and the us, Dutch. and the Dutch, how they, why, how, and why they ended up funding our, our war. And um, we also had to deal with Russia. Russia had Russia yes. had put a, an like a um, a loosely grouped naval compact together to protect their ships and a couple of other countries' ships while this war was going on. There, so you'd learn about that. You didn't know. They they could even have a role playing for the a for a girl because it was the princess of Russia who did this. It was a woman. Did what? She put uh, got a loose compact together with a couple other nations to protect each other's naval ships. Yeah, that but that was not to protect them from us. No, from what was going on with Britain and France. Well, no, not they, they were always fighting each other over there. Always. <laughs> It just the Hundred Years' War comes to mind as the most astounding war ever, the longest living war in history. The Hundred Years' War. Europe, Europe has a very interesting, violent history. I think that's why, as a teenager, I like their history better than ours. Besides, the t- my teachers stunk in U.S. history. But uh, so you can even make it interesting like that, like, like we're bringing. Oh, up. you can Not make it very nonsense. I've taught stuff like this before. This this was this would be easy. I mean, this is easy done. And if you have a large family, you could probably get away with doing this stuff with just your family. Yeah, like the Waltons. <laughs> I don't remember them ever doing that. but uh, <laughs> I'm saying okay. they have a large family. It doesn't have to be that large. You didn't say they're starting their own baseball team. But, you know, the more people you have, the better off. So, you know, you might have to drag some neighbors kicking and screaming into it or something. But it's a worthwhile idea. And trust me, kids learn better that way. When you mix together audio, visual... Did you actually uh, read what he's saying in this last sentence? Because no, you hate this. I didn't. They're not brainwashed. That's when we stopped because I went, yes, they are. <laughs> They're taught to look at many possibilities as opposed to black and white. All right, I'm sorry. When I look at black, I see black. When I look at white, I see white. And that has nothing to do with skin color. I'm talking about the color. And there's a big difference between the two. A whole spectrum of waves between them uh so look evil is absolute and that has to be taught or we lose evil wins period case closed we have been allowing our government to make a deal with the devil for over a hundred years now it's time for the circus and bread act up there to stop and although i am not in favor of term limits because it was debated, and my my side won <laughs> in God's in the convention. Um, so that you know, I win. That's it. <laughs> I'm taking all my marbles and going home. It, it's very important that we really truly learn our founding. Really, if if you want to think about it, you think you'd like to listen to podcasts, educational podcasts, rather than you know reading a book. And, but you can read along. When we go through the Constitutional Convention, you can go on the internet and pull reading the same notes we are from the same website we are, if you want, which is Yale, by the way, Yale University. It's not like it's a conservative mecca. 
but they have all the Avalon project. They have all kinds, all the old documents. Oh man, it's a treasure trove. I have to, t- I have to not go there. If I go there, I don't leave for a day. I just keep reading. There's, what's this? What's this? What's this? They, they have so much stuff on there available online on history, uh, even your even foreign history, not just you know, but all our founding documents. Uh, fabulous site. And he's going to prove exactly what I've been saying. We're three generations back with this nonsense. And the black-white crap, right? Enough. Everybody knows this difference between black and white. Everything is in black and white. Forty shades of gray. Yeah, well, if you're one of those 40 shades of gray people. It's 50. You always get it wrong. It's 40. It's 50. It's 40. I don't want it to be 50. It's 10 more. <laughs> it's 50. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever it is, I hear it's disgusting. Uh that puts it in the black column, not the gray column. There are no gray columns. Only gray characters in movies. Uh, there are some great characters in life, too. That's when a kind of bad guy turns into the kind of good guy. You know, That's the gray guy. That's 50 But other than that... That, no. that was actually written by a Brit. <laughs> and it is 50. The book was written by a Brit. So sorry. Anyway, yeah, read this next paragraph because this is what I've been saying all along. He said the program was inspired by the concepts of experimental education advocated by the likes of John Dewey. Yeah. Are you kidding me? John Dewey was a gigantic prog. Uh, Yeah, the guy that invented the Dewey Decimal System. Some of you hate him just for that, I I know. As a kid, I was like, what? Why? Again, we we mapping the brain it was i had to think completely different to figure out where i was gonna yep. find my books yep uh you know so and he knew that montessori which i sent my kid to the montessori school um, he's wrong i know a lot of my, i had no problem with the teachers there they it was a long time ago though but they didn't have any any problem i no. had no political curricula i know my kid was only in kindergarten but uh first grade but still uh trust me in the education camps Preschool now, you're going to be dropping your kids off to the gun, to the global governance indoctrination machine. Yeah, he's wrong about Montessori. He's just putting it in there because it, it's a different way of teaching. Not this, not prog oh, nonsense. Montessori works. John Dewey sucks. And then what's and the he other be- one? he believes in complete collectivism and hate America. And the model United Nations program that has been taught in schools for, for decades. decades. Three generations back, Brian, these progs have had our kids. I keep saying it, and he just admitted it. Most people aren't going to hear that, but of course he does. Look, they want your children. They're not yours. You've heard it before, over and over. They're not your children. Hillary Clinton, it takes a village. Now you know why I call her Hitlery Rotten Clinton. I, I noticed that... Uh, other show hosts will pick up the rotten part, but not the Hitlery. I, th- I think that's going too far. You think that's going too far? I'm sorry. She's a very fascist kind of person. I, I think Look she, at her clothes. She reminds me of Adolf Hitler in so many ways. This administration has almost paralleled Hitler and how Hitler took over. I did a whole thing on it, and everybody that read it was like, oh, my God. You know who did a good job of that, too? You're right. I can't believe I didn't see this before. Michael Savage is doing a good job of that also. Is he? Yes, he is. He's bringing out the Hitler. He's bringing out the, the between... The well, what did people. Hitler do? Or what did Hitler do? He First, he gave universal health care. What is the first thing he worked on? Universal health care. 
And then what's the other? Well, I got to get rid of the guns. I can keep going. All the things Hitler did, you'd be surprised at how much has already been done by this administration. And I'm not giving a pass to previous administrations that happen to have an R after their name either. Yeah, they. they and you know who you are. <laughs> H.W. on down. Yep. Oh, come on. H.W. Bush? You think he's a conservative? Reagan didn't even like him. The party pushed him on him. He didn't like, he didn't like him at all. All these people that keep saying, oh, I work with Reagan. I, Reagan didn't like them. It turned out. I've heard Michael Ra- Reagan come out and say, no, my father told me he didn't like those people at all. Uh, but he had to work with them. So he did. And yes, he made mistakes. And no, he's not my favorite conservative president in the 20th century. That would be Harding and Coolidge. I say and because they ch- they shared Harding's presidency because he died in office. So it's, it has to be Harding because he continued Harding's work. So they both get to have credit there. Uh, and, they, and he kept on Andrew Mellon, which is which was the tax cutter tr- uh, treasurer under Harding and cut more under Coolidge. And Coolidge did more undoing of progressive nonsense that Harding did. He continued on the work of lifting government out of people's lives and out of their way and out of the economy. And the economy did what? I'll give you a hint. It's the 1920s. The Roaring Twenties. And no, it wasn't the Roaring Twenties that caused the Great Depression. It was the Federal Reserve, which was already created under Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson. But I think it was 1013 along with the two amendments that screwed us, the uh, one that took the power away from the states for senators and gave us another popular branch to vote for, uh, which, again, we can't control. I know I keep hearing, oh, you know, this co-equal branches of government. Anybody that says that knows nothing about the Constitution. Anybody. If you hear them say that word, that phrase... They just don't just let it go, man. And they don't understand the Constitution at all. If you you could try and teach them if you want, but uh, most of them think they know everything anyway. It's not a, it's not to indoctrinate. It is to have students engage in conflict resolution, so they learn negotiating skills. Conflict resolution as Hamas. La, 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 la. The only way they want to resolve anything is by killing. That's correct. There is no negotiating with muzzies. It's absolutism. They are not allowed to stray from the from the teachings in the Quran, Sharia and Hadiths. They cannot. They must do they they afraid they're gonna forget something and make an accidental sin and get hanged. Uh it's a it's a horrible religion. It's and it's not a religion. It's got religion in it. It's a theocracy, it's a government. Therefore, it has no protection under freedom of religion, and they must get out of this country. You've heard the argument here on this show, ladies and gentlemen, and you won't hear it anyplace else, I guarantee it. Unless they listen to the show and decided to jump on board later this week. Like tomorrow. And by the way, I get get really upset with... Why does he have to always come out and and bash people? He's, He's better than that. 
Levin. He shouldn't be doing that. Calling people backbenchers, you know, sitting in the basement in your mother's house in your pajamas, and uh, on and on it goes. There's disdain for everything internet that he does. The other people, he's a professional. You know, there wasn't an internet before there was an internet. No one knew what the heck to do with it. So everybody is a potential expert. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Jacob's claims when he's using old material and saying it's to indoctrinate are a lie. I don't even understand that sentence. So Charles Jacob claims when he's using old material and saying it's to indoctrinate are a lie. That's a quote. I Is it me? I'm just reading the quote. It's in quotes. I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Maybe that's the point. They learn negotiating skills. Nope, they learn the art of compromise. When you compromise with evil, you get evil. And in this case, it's just more evil. Critics such as Jacobson and APT say the program whitewashes terrorism and promotes an anti-Israel and anti-American political agenda and encourages young people to sympathize with Hamas, reported the college fix. Hamas is on the U.S. State Department's list of... He's going to be in trouble for doing this, by the way. Whoever is doing this college fix, he must not have got his professor's opinion to do this because I don't think he'd allow it. So Hamas is in the U.S. Department's list of designated foreign terrorist organizations. The Islamic terrorist group has in its charter a call for the elimination of the state of Israel, meaning it wants a one-state solution to the Arab-Israeli conflict. That's funny. So do I. How about we let the two go at it and see who wins? Not really. All holds barred. Everybody blow up everybody. Last man standing wins. Go! And off he goes. I'm so sick of every time Israel responds to something Hamas does, they're they're terrorists. Because they're going and hurting innocent women and children. You mean like the video I saw of the guy hanging his children on the side of a wall that he didn't want the Jewish-Israeli army to blow up? Because they, they tell them when they're coming. They give them advance notice. They, they say, get out. I would come in. You better get out. And if you don't get out, well, we assume you're not an innocent civilian and you're dead. And rightly so. I, you know, enough of this gamesmanship we've been playing since... Not Vietnam, before Korea. With this police action nonsense, rules of engagement, don't hurt any, don't hurt the innocents. One hundred percent precision strikes. This is ridiculous. War is supposed to be disgusting. It's supposed to be feared. This is, stops people from going to war. When you make it a game, you get to watch on TV. It looks like a video game. Well, everyone's like, "Well, it's just bad. We can do that again." <laughs> uh, no, you, that's not war. War is overwhelming total destruction. Last man standing wins. That happens, and we will see peace in our time. We make a war. We do another Nagasaki, for instance, since this Middle East thing's coming up in nuclear talks. Well, I don't know why we haven't just said, if you ever get a nuclear bomb, we're going to turn your country into a sheet of glass. 
Do I make myself perfectly clear? La, 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 la. <sighs> Whose Jerusalem fails to meet the basic rules of evidence and logic and attempts to indoctrinate students, especially Jewish students, against the state of Israel in other words, turning them into self-loathing Jews, which New York has enough of, according to the APT documentary. By incorporating globalist principles into the curriculum, students are taught to be good citizens of the world. How about you teach them first to be good citizens of their house? Honor thy father and thy mother. Empty the trash and shut up. As opposed to good citizens of America. So, obviously, you're supposed to be a good citizen of the world and a bad citizen of America. Wow. So... Trying to create the cancer to chew at the rot. This is wonderful. Whose sovereign status is seen as subservient to the United Nations. My America, whose sovereign status is seen as subservient to the United Nations. That's not even a real government. That's a plaything up there, right? They don't actually talk about anything important, do they? Oh, crap, they do. Well, they shouldn't because they're like a bunch of dumb children up there. I'm sorry. They are. I think most of them don't have... I don't don't think most of them hit an IQ of 110. Well, we just read earlier what the stupid resolution against Israel. (laughs) They might not have made 80. Israel's evil. The Zionist plot. I know there's a whole bunch of people out there that like this show that believe in the Zionists, but that, that may be true. I don't know. I don't really care. That's such a, an unimportant part of what's going wrong in this country. I don't care. Well, you people that talk about the banks and the financial centers, I don't care. They're not the problem. The problem is we, the people, are in control of our own governments. That's the problem. So until you take back your local town, then your city, then your state, Let's have no talk about conventions of the states because we don't live under the Constitution, so you couldn't possibly fix it. We don't live under it. The only thing you can do is take their illegal activity and make it legal, but controlled. Controlled how? You're going to push back when? You're not doing it now, so you're going to amend the Constitution with a bunch of words where you're going to draw a line in the sand and the national government has already jumped over the line. You have to run after them and create a line, for goodness sakes. Enough. Get back to the Constitution. It will solve almost all our problems. It's not magic. It'll solve almost all our problems. There'll always be miserable people. All right, by uh, citizens of the world. Man, this this article really talks to me. That's why I got so, it up. <laughs> I'm subservient to the what? The United Nations? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Come up come up this hillside where I live with a lot of blue helmets and see how many blue helmets are left. Mm. Said Alex Newman, co-author of a new book, Crimes of the Educators, how utopians are using government schools to destroy America's children. And we just did an interview with him on which show? Thursday. Date. The date, 21st. May 21st, 2015. Yeah. The show's going to be around for a long time. i got to go to break on Co-op Radio Show. Stay tuned because we'll be right back.
Terry O'Brien Show. The Terry O'Brien Show airs live in Vivid Red Light News, Sundays, 4 to 6 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. I think that most liberals are well-intentioned but misguided. They're like children who have the luxury of believing in the political equivalent of the tooth fairy. They need some tough love. They need a big old healthy dose of common sense and information. And when they get it, the smart ones will become conservative. Strap in for the wild ride with America's original conservative warrior princess. We built this city. You didn't build that. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. You didn't build that. We built this city on rock and roll. President, because I still believe in that idea. You didn't build that. You didn't build that. She'll be all right for a while. For a while, she can smile. Until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. Oh, hell! You know I taught her well. You couldn't tell that she fakes crying. Yes, we can. Who can make the sun rise? Promise you the moon. Cover you with health care and a miracle or two. Obama can. Obama can. Oh, Obama can, man. Obama can, man. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. What would you say about those who would say classism works in the, in the same way? Well, like I described earlier, there are two fundamental classes that are just a plain fact in society. You either work for someone else or you work for yourself. And most people work for someone else in a way that they aren't free. Um, you don't really get to decide your work. For example, I work at Noodles, a restaurant, and basically it's a dictatorship there. Um, we're told exactly what we're going to cook, how we're going to cook it, what time we're going to get there. And basically, if they don't like what they're doing, they try to tell us what to do. If we don't listen, they get rid of us. And so we don't, we're not able to actually cooperate in a way that we make decisions together. I try to convince my, my fellow employees that we should have a union at Noodles so it's a source of power to, to start with. And then I think in terms of the bigger picture, when you look at revolutions, the way that you actually get rid of any sort of dictatorship um, is by having workers take control 
love the place where they work. Would your plan, your vision for noodles, sure. would it include the owner? What capacity we, would he be granted? Owner, if the owner wanted to cooperate with us as an equal and provide his skills that he had, we would definitely cooperate with him. We'd have to abdicate his position as being an owner and controller of us, and he would have to recognize that we we run noodles together. And basically, if he doesn't want to cooperate with us, he's against us. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 Okay, welcome back to the Radio Show. You know, I like well, all of our parodies that we did today were from um, Shanklin, Shanklin.com. Except Paul Shanklin. Paul Shanklin. Except We Built the Cities by Paul Revere Radio. Yes, excellent work, may I add. Uh, also, yes, before you say anything, we have his permission written to play it. Also, this I'm so glad that we are bringing this article out and what's in it because notice how bold the progs are. They have no problems admitting that they've been doing this to our kids for decades. They, like you said, they're, they're looking at the brass ring. They don't think they have anything to lose. This is blatantly saying we're brainwashing your kids to be terrorists. Well, it's not that they don't think they have anything to lose. They're just like jonesing for the brass ranks. If you people understand what we're talking about, uh, back in the day, even before my time, back in the day, on merry-go-rounds, they used to, on the outside, you know, on the outside of the merry-go-round, on a post, was a big brass ring hanging. But it was really far away from the thing you were sitting on, the little horse seat, and it's going up and down at the same time. If you get the brass ring, you get a prize. And this is them stretching, stretching, reaching, kind of almost got at it. And they're not going to stop. No matter what you do, the more you do, the more frantic they're going to become. They can't take it. It's right there. They want it now. Right now, they've waited long enough. They want it now. Well, unfortunately, that undoes them because the only thing that was working for them was Fabian Socialist training, which said, slowly, don't let them know what they're doing until they wake up and they're socialists. Communists, like I said, it doesn't matter what you call it. Socialists and communists don't like each other. And socialists and progs don't like each other. Communists and progs don't like each other. It's amazing. They all want the same damn things. But they don't like each other. 
there's really, I guess there's diversity in the left-wing liberal progressive socialist commie fascist bastards tent. Sorry, just flashing back to the big tent nonsense. Educators, uh, by the way, again, if you didn't hear the interview, it was, I forget what she said it was now. I don't even know what date today is. I guess, I don't know, Thursday, 21st? Sounds right. And so... You could just go to the archives and look for it, too. Uncooperativeradio.com. Just go to the archives, look through all the shows. It'll it'll say it in the description. It's an excellent interview. He's a, he's a good guy, and he has a good book. The book is very well written. It's not something I, I wanted to burn through. Like, a, you know, when you're reading a story about a plot, you can, you can kind of eat through a book. But when you're trying to think about what the author is saying and whether or not you agree with them or not. It takes some time to slowly go, maybe read it a couple of times and think about it, ponder a little bit. That's that kind of book. It's It's got good stuff in it. It's, it's actually, when, you, when I look at the amount of stuff in that book, I mean, it's a good-sized book, and he does a great job. I, I skimmed as much as I could before the interview, and I haven't had time to get back to it yet. I don't I have any time to read anything except the Internet every day. Uh well, that uh, prepares me for the show. So I got to keep up on everything. It takes time. Anyway, so um, back to the story. Quote, it is really amazing how open and transparent the UN, and especially UNESCO, led by an actual communist, has become in its global citizen indoctrination programs, Newman said. Referring to Irina Bokova, a Bulgarian communist and current UNESCO chief. These attempts to globalize the classrooms and turn students against the idea of being Americans first have been hiding in plain view for a long time, Newman said. Yet he's been very, he's seen very little pushback from states or local, local school boards. That's probably because the curricula comes from, oh, with federal funding. And states are always looking for ways to augment their budgets with federal dollars. That's yes, they always. That's because we're not living under the Constitution. The federal government, i.e., national government, is not allowed to give any of our money to the states for any reason whatsoever. That's called redistribution of wealth on a state-by-state level. But it's redistribution of wealth. You have the states that are that are donor states. They're called because they give more to the national government than they get back from the national government. But even that comes with strings. Even though they're paying more than they're getting back, what they're getting back comes with strings. we got to stop this dance. Once we get back to the understanding of the Constitution, it's like, oh, man, this is all this falls off. All, all this cancer just falls off. What a What a country. What a government. What a... Wow, what inspiration again for the rest of the world. Yes, I'm calling for a, a non-violent revolution. Or at least as non-violent as humanly possible. 
and that's by taking back your local government from starting with the school boards so we get the kids brains back in charge and we fill it with the good thinking and proper critical thinking and reading using phonics not sight read not sights and pictures that they're teaching in schools now and have been for a while this was developed this sightseeing thing was developed for deaf people they can't sound they can't hear so you can't teach them that way but what you're doing to the kids that aren't that aren't deaf is you're rewiring their brains and cross and short-circuiting it i mean it's already dyslexia believed to be cause causing or caused by this right-sided attempt to understand language we're not chinese our, our words aren't pictures they're words we sound them out when you can sound a word out you can always get very close to the proper definition unless it's something you've never heard before it's from a foreign country or something and there's a lot of new names like that coming out now because all these immigrants being busted in so we got to do this first we have to get this under control before it's too late we need to get our kids out of there and we need to take them over both at the same time but then what you don't want your kids in any government school it'll take a while to turn around the curriculum anyway uh look this is going to be a hard uphill fight all the way no doubt obstacles at every at every turn i know we don't we don't worry about those things we're warriors we go in take out no more listening to unconstitutional drivel no more allowing the government to do whatever it wants when it wants how it wants with our money our government our constitution our state constitution our town's charter all of it is ours we the people created all of this and we the people can replace it or enforce it upon the national government which is what i suggest you do because there are very few revolutions in history ours being like i don't know the only one that didn't end in tyranny i don't know if you want to roll the dice right now for that because you know what's going to happen it's going to be a stand it's just going to be i don't know i don't know how far the national government will go these people are desperate right now they might do something desperate but then again that's just going to set off a firestorm like you know like boston massacre we shall see i i remember how nobody cared when they went into the branch davidian compound and took that tank and which by the way i saw a flamethrower not on that tank i could be wrong the video i saw which was actually provided by tv at that time it looked to me like they started the fire in any number of ways. I don't care what happened. Why were they there? Why did they hold, Why did they take the whole compound house of private property? Why was the military being used? You're not allowed to use the military against us. You think the, you think the local uh, Texas Rangers or the state Texas Rangers have tanks? I hope not. They might now. I don't know. But those were military. They were not theirs. There was military control on scene. The military was involved, period. Case closed. End. 
And there was no reason. They were just held up in there. They didn't threaten anybody. They didn't try and hurt anybody. There was no reason them to go after the founder after he goes back inside unless they want to go inside to collect evidence. And they got to, oh, well, we're going to wait until he gets inside so we can grab everything. We're going to grab all the guns, explosives, everything. Well, uh, that's why I'm, we're sounding the alarm on Jade Helm because I don't care if it's an exercise or not. Not in my town. you got to be kidding hey, me. It's an Look, I was in the military. That is an exercise designed to teach the military how to take back states from the conservative movement. That's what it is. It's going to be about... Actually, they've been... I think they know about my plan. I don't know how they could. And I think they're playing against it right now. That's the counter move. I was going for four-room checkmate, and they caught me. Uh, that's what happens when you say it out loud. It gets it gets out into the public. Before you know it, everybody knows. So he's going to try and counter you taking your states back. And that's what Jade Helm is about. You rise up. You kick out the federal government. And then the federal government sends the local law enforcement and the military in because they've been trained to do this and they've been trained to do this against we the people and this has never ever happened ever ever never in any any of the war exercises i was involved with or any that i've bothered to look up and read not that they never made we the people or one of our cities and states the enemy ever you don't do you're not training them you're not supposed to train them to kill americans was to trade and kill foreigners in a foreign land. But not our National Guard. It's supposed to stay here. It's not supposed to leave. They're only allowed to call up the National Guard to do their constitutional duty of protecting the states from invasion, not for projecting across the sea. They're not, they're not the Navy. That's the Navy's job. I know you don't understand it now because the military is all unconstitutional and messed up. That's the problem. The whole mess is unconstitutional. All of it. And if it went back to the Constitution, we wouldn't have to worry about funding. We'd have plenty of money. We'd be plenty well-to-do. There'd be a chicken in every pot and an American car in every garage. Again. By the way, if you want to put a chicken in your pot, the best way is to have some chickens in your backyard. Where where are we on this? I'm right here. This has a lot in it, doesn't it? It's bringing up a lot. Yeah, well, it does. All right, so um, they said the Global Citizen Indoctrination Programs and uh, Bulgarian Communist and current UNESCO chief, Irina Bakova. These attempts, why did they sound like vampires? Is that where they got the idea, actors? They went over to places like Bokova. And, and Bulgaria learned how to talk like that. Blah, blah. <laughs> Do they talk like that over there? <laughs> Just curious. Uh, these attempts to globalize the classrooms and turn students against the idea of being American first have been hiding in plain view for a long time. Oh, yeah, it was said very first in 1826 that I can find. Newman said Yet, he's seen very little pushback from states and local school boards. That's probably because the curricular comes with federal funding. And the states are always looking for ways to do more unconstitutional things, it seems. It's like a game. Who could be who could be the the biggest mooch on the planet? Which state could get but beg the most money? Wow. Yeah, that's exactly what our founding fathers had planned for us. Bunch of beggars. Mm. Wow. Come a long way since Tocqueville. 
All over the websites, they brag about transforming children's attitudes, views, beliefs, and behavior using so-called education, Newman said. They've been doing this openly for decades, as we show, using primary source documents in crimes of the educators. Obama's Secretary of Education... Well, that's an oxymoronic statement. What education does the Department of Education... Does the Department of Education anybody? Our kids are dumber than when they started. Here's an idea. If you try something and it make and it comes out wrong, why don't you get rid of it? This is this isn't working. I knew I knew the public schools weren't working back in the late 80s. My first experience with them. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. First of all, it was the idea of like a 18, 19, 20 year old snot nosed little girl talking to me like she's in charge of me. On a teacher conference. Okay, control your child. Uh, I How many kids do you have in this classroom? 39. 39 kindergarten children in one classroom? What are you supposed to be, super teacher? You can't control that many kids. And they know it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, they'll break out whatever they want. And boys will too, because the sit there, shut up, and stare at the board stuff doesn't work for little boys. That's why little boys are no longer being educated at the rate they used to. Now, little girls are doing better and going to college and getting education, and not so much the boys, which is okay if they want to do other things, but not okay if it's because of the environment created by the government in our government-run schools, which is exactly why. Uh, they now said they that causes that sight reading might have been what's caused so many people to have dyslexia. We actually talked about it with um, Mr. Newman because yes. he has it in his book. Yes, he does. Get his book, Crimes of the Educators. It's sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, it's hardcover. Hardcover. I, I even when I said to Deb how much it was, she goes, "That's not bad at all." No, I said, "I said that's because Walnut Daily and they they want this message out there." Look, that Kate. They care about your kids, otherwise they wouldn't have Look, published it. If for nothing else I could say about him in his book, he says in his book. That public education is child abuse. And he, it's, I've been saying it for a long time. That's what I know. He knew the truth because he put that down in writing. Can't take it back. He's, that's, that's committing. He knows the problems and he's not afraid to tell you. So it's worth reading. I'm honest to God. Now, as far as alternatives, that's what the internet's for. There's probably 10 other places since I interviewed them. They were like the first educational attempt on the internet to do this. And now I guarantee you there's going to be more. That's how a free market works. But oh wait, the FTC and the FEC are now involved in the internet. Everything that I've ever said may happen will not happen if the government has any say in the matter. And right now they say they do. Oh, we're going to the courts. We're going to sue the president. Show me in there where it says you have a right to sue the president of the United States in the federal courts. Anywhere in the Constitution. If it doesn't say it, they have no jurisdiction and they can't do it. Show it to me. That's not how the president has tried. He's tried in the House of... He has tried... Well, if you want to use the tried stuff that because of the words in the... It's confusing. The Senate does it. The House... Look at it this way. The House tries and convicts. Then the Senate decides whether that crime is worthy of being removed 
as president of the United States. That's that's an explanation of it. You can't just trust the wording. I just know from my studies. What if we could? There's only one thing I can think of doing in this convention of the states. I thought about that decades ago. That's obvious. The problem is there's nobody in the state government I trust to choose who to send to a convention of the states because I know I'm not going to see anything I want out of it. I just want to see three repeals, 16, 17, 14. Now go home. If you discuss anything else, I don't want to hear from you. Any violence, budget amendments, any amendments that do not repeal, I am not interested in. We will deal with that after we live under the Constitution because then we'll know what works and what doesn't work and we can fix it. Well, and we know those three don't work. That's why you're saying just repeal them and go home. They've caused too many problems and stole too much power and gave it too much to the central government. We know that. That's too much power. They stole it. We didn't give it to them. They forgot to amend the Constitution. They did for taxes. They did for the senators. Not for this other stuff they're doing. Look, I'm just, we need to, look, repeal the 17th. That gives state senators back control to the state legislatures. We are trying to take control of the state legislators. The idea is to be in control of your local and state governments so that we can then tell our government what we want and they can reflect that in their representatives to the national government working for the state. Every decision would be. See, that's why treaties make no sense. How could it how could it trump the Constitution? Because look at it. It takes two-thirds of the Senate. What does it take for a constitutional amendment? Two-thirds of the Senate and three-fourths of the states, right? So it's the, when the state owns the senators, that means they're representing the state. So it does whether it's a convention in the state, a convention up there, and the treaties, all controlled by the state legislatures, all of which we have control of. That's how we, the people, exert our power. It's ours, it's there, it's waiting for you. Learn it, accept it, embrace it, and run with it. Because we don't have that much time left, honest to God. All right, back to this very aggravating story, it seems. Didn't I already say that? You stopped at Obama's Secretary of Education. Oh, yeah, on Duncan. Even boasts that with UNESCO as his global partner. Where is that in the Constitution? They are using government schools to indoctrinate students, even calling education a weapon to change the world, Newman said. This should be very disturbing to anyone who values liberty, Judeo-Christian values, biblical religion, national sovereignty, and the principles America was founded upon. It needs to be exposed and shut down. Hobart is an academic leader in the push toward global citizenship. He created his nonprofit Axis of Hope, in 2002 to, as he says, teach youth in their formative years of life what I call preventative diplomacy, how to work together as a team to prevent conflict. Are they going to prevent conflict? Are they going to get out there and try to make We are experiencing technical difficulties. If you are on the phone, please stay on the phone. If you are listening, please continue listening. 
Brian will be right back. It sounds like you just said everybody needs to accept one or global collectivism and then everybody will be happy. This is a very old sentiment that never turns out good. Again, we all know the path to hell is paved with the good tensions. That's why we have the Constitution. It was supposed to prevent good intentions for elected cockroaches from messing with our lives. God forbid our kids make a lot of money. They should make billions. Although, by the time... This keeps going on. A billion dollars might not matter, mean much anymore. I, I have no idea. I just know this could go two ways, and we're not far from people. No time for fence-sitters. You know, get on the boat or get wet. Oh, God. So he created a, his nonprofit, Access of Hope 2002. He says, teach youth in their formative years. Of course, don't, of course, we know this. this. This has been taught by Stalin and, and Lenin, for goodness sake. Like, mostly Stalin. Good, good, good Uncle Stalin. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, that's right. Uncle Joe Stalin. Yeah, that's a president. I say, oh, he's Uncle Joe. He's a commie. See, they're all commies. Boston University has supported Hobart's Axis of Hope vision, but recommend he change the name to. The Global Literacy Institute. What did he What did he say that had anything to do with literacy? Literacy, reading. What was that? It's not indoctrinating. It says literary. See? Let's hide it behind this label. That's what they do. They put layers of curtains that you have to pull back to find out who's really behind all this nonsense. They always re they always relabel. Teachers from around the world will be able to come and learn from Hobart. Oh, this guy's the god now. They're gonna come and worship at Hobart's feet. Is he the new Hobbesian doofus? Yeah, I, I I love I love libertarians that quote Hobbes. Don't have a freaking clue what they're talking about. Just because they found some things he said they like. Hobbes. Let's put it this way. Hobbes is opposite Bastiat. Mises, Adam Smith. He he has some. He's an intellectual. He has some interesting things to say. But as someone who seems to have removed himself from any kind of human or religious construct, he doesn't quite get it. It was like, uh, who who's the one that wrote Common Sense? Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine. Before he wrote Common Sense, or after he wrote Common Sense? You do this all the time. You know that, right? The rule of man, I think it was. Okay. Uh, I think, I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. One book, he comes back and he's all, <laughs> the first book, he was anti anybody who believed there's, a, there's any kind of superior creator power in the universe. He said it was the stupidest, nonsensical thing he ever heard. It's a bunch of superstitious nonsense and uh, we don't need any of that. Well, he was in France during the Revolution, during the Enlightening period. He got he got involved with the French Revolution and saw what it begot at the end. Bloody chaos, horrific people doing horrific things. 
it came to the decision that, and he started to speak out in France, that no government could be righteous or good without God. He went from an atheist to a deist. Came back and wrote a completely different book that helped to rile people up for the cause and become free again. And I'm pretty sure common sense was the one that told you you were stupid and rights of man was is the one yeah rights of man is the one where he comes back from france and basically undoes everything he did before in common sense he did a complete turnaround and because he saw the truth the truth will come out and the truth is you can't trust man who doesn't hold himself to a higher power because otherwise he thinks he is the higher power. And then it's only narcissism from there. That's why God's existence is so important. Atheists don't understand this because, well, they want to do things that aren't good for society or themselves, and they don't want to be told that they're evil or bad for doing it. Well, then don't do it. It's called living in society. You can't go around thinking you're above everybody else peeing on them and spitting at them and expect to like have a decent life in society. <laughs> you gotta you gotta learn to live within the civil society and I'm sorry. You don't you don't spit on other people's gods unless their god is spitting on you and last time I checked the God of Abraham isn't doing anything to atheists. Because God doesn't do things to people like that. He does let other people do it. But he doesn't do it. Free will, that's the end. There's, he's not allowed to tell us what to do or make us do anything. He could make. He could have done that from the beginning. He could make us little robots. That does, he probably tried that in an experiment when he was younger. And it was like <laughs> playing army soldiers, you know? And he, he didn't like the first experiment, so he'd start over. <laughs> like having an ant farm. <laughs> right. More the ants. Only were more entertaining than the ants. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, Boston University has supported Hobart's actions of Hope Vision. Blah, 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 change the name. APT says Hobart has admitted to receiving guidance for who's Jerusalem from anti-Israel professor Noam Chomsky. I was hoping you got to this part. <laughs> Good old Noam Chomsky. I still remember reviewing his book, Dangerous Man. Everyone, look, let's explain this to you. His only credentials is he's a PhD in what? Language. What does that equate to as something you could do worthwhile or make money off of? Manip knowing language. Manipulate the language. Propaganda. He's a gigantic propagandist for the left. And he's pretty good at it. You know, it's very interesting. I'm glad that this was in this article because we interviewed him as well as Alex Newman. <laughs> No, he, I didn't interview Noam Chomsky. I thought you did. I read his book and reviewed it on the blog. Oh, okay. No, I thought he was on our show. He might have been later. I don't remember. You're the other one that holds those records. I mean, it's been how many years now? 2006? 2006? Seven, seven years now? My math in my head's not what it used to be. Anyway, and he's, of course, in Taxachusetts. So he's up the Taxachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. And Dennis Sullivan of Northeastern University. Hobart told One Night Daily, he was inspired to learn foreign languages from Chomsky. I call him Chomsky. But 
has not been influenced by his view on Israel. Everyone thinks if you read a foreign language, it opens your mind to thinking in different ways. It will make you think differently because of it. Maybe that's true. I don't want to. I'm not interested in being a global citizen. I like America. I want to be in a place where there's competition amongst the states, meaning government, countries. All one state, there's no competition. There's nothing to drive us. And they'll just make it so you, all right, everybody makes $50 an hour no matter what you do. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go do a, a talk radio show on the internet for fifty dollars an hour. Here I am, oh, but I, but I'd be talking Prague because I'd be taking Prague rights to do it. See, so then they'll be controlling that kind of stuff. Then I'll have to go underground. No, literally, I'm gonna dig a hole underground. Anyway, I've heard this notion before. It's the stupidest thing I ever heard. If it does, then why would I want to do it? Why would I want to? Unless it improves my logical thinking, it's it's irrelevant. And that's the thing. They It does. Now, there'll be some kids like me, because I was a hard-headed little bastard. I would not put up with this at all in school. I would be nothing but a problem. I'd be, I'd, I'd be arrested, taken out. I'd have a record. I'd be out of school. They would have had to put me in private school because nobody else would have taken me. That's what happens if you stand up. They don't want if you're going to start trouble. We got to ex, they kick you out of school. But they don't like to do that because they have control of you there. But they don't want to lose control of the other little useful idiots. As I look out the window, Gnome's office is right across the river. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why? Do you have a 50 caliber sniper rifle? <laughs> Charles Jacobs again warps his word, wraps his words, it's supposed to be. It says warps, I know. Wraps his words to try to get people on his side. I've known Gnome for years. He's the rock star of linguistics. I think I'd have to agree. He taught me about universal grammar and how the brain works. Can you imagine seeing his research and how it applies to a child's formative years? And in addition to linguistics, I thought, why can't we teach kids to be more fluent in not only languages, but cultures and conflict resolution while still in their formative years? So that's a lie, Holbert said. Another lie. It's really tragic. As for his connections with Sullivan at Northeastern, Hobart said, I wanted to talk to somebody who had a pro-Palestinian outlook so he could help me with his expertise on different groups. One Fatah. Uh, I'm sorry, you are an uh, intellectual, the internet exists, and you have to go to somebody for help to learn about these terrorist organizations? Really? Uh, plenty of information out there, Dofus. Look at how all these progs are Doofus. intertwined Doofus. amongst each other. Doofus. <laughs> That's the problem. You know, I said this the other night when I was talking to my girlfriend. The reason that they've been so successful is because, they're number one, they're easily controlled. They're lemmings. Number two, they just love to have sound, like that gentleman who wrote that book, the sound bites coming back to them. They like the sounding board. They like to hear somebody else say the same thing that they believe, even though, you know, they surround themselves with these people. They're called sycophants. And conservatives are... We're loners. We don't get. We don't need to be around people to give ourselves self-esteem. We're <laughs> sovereign individuals, self-reliant. 
as much as our government allows, because that's the truth. You go too far astray and they'll come and shut you down. I'm surprised I'm still here. Honest to God, the local county hates our guts. So I'm amazed they haven't found some reason to take my land away. Really? Serious? As for his concoctions with Sullivan at Northeast and Herbert said, I wanted to talk to somebody pro isn't blah, 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 different groups, one Fatah, and number two, Hamas. We all look at Hamas as a terrorist organization, but Hamas also has a political wing. I don't care. So did the IRA. When I say that, you all think terrorists, right? <laughs> One man's terrorist depends. It really does depend how you look at it. All right, we're looking at Hamas terrorist but Hamas is a political wing. Israel pushed us to call Hamas a terrorist organization. There are many in the world who know it has sprouted to create a political wing as well. So what? Terrorist with a political wing is a terrorist political wing. Your goals are the same, are they not? Will the violence stop? You said a wing. Well, can we clip your wings? Will you stop the violence? No, then we're not going to talk to you. When you stop the violence long enough, and I'll let you know how long that is, then I'll talk to you again, and you'll have a chance to try again to be a civilized human being. But don't go back to your radical butchery. Think before you speak. And especially since Israel can blow them to kingdom come. Yes, I do see the two as separate. Can you see your military wing building schools, offering we have all over there our military building schools offering food distribution social welfare programs we build schools we build infrastructure the utilities and ISIS, everything over there isis just burned it all down and in a, iraq that's right they, they tear it all down again because they don't want the people to have such things they do not want modernity they want to go back to their scimitars and and slaughter they they want to go back to being the muslim horde they want to take over the world they believe they are they believe they are set by god to take over the world of course their god's called allah which by the way if you looked it up he stole that from the arabs it was the moon god of arabia check it out room god moon god of arabia is Allah. Right. Is that the God you pray to? Is that the God of Abraham? No, yet these progs teach everybody and everyone accepts it. It's one of the three Abrahamic religions. No, it isn't. Jews and Christians worship the same God, the God of Abraham. I am who I am, the Alpha and Omega. Thee who shall not be named. <laughs> I throw that in. Uh, look this is not this is not the same thing it, these these people want to bring horror dismal life to, to the world they literally are fighting to bring evil everywhere they go and destruction and pain and sorrow and agony that's all they know how to do that's all they've ever done through the century i'm still waiting nasa for one <laughs> One accomplishment that Muslims have given to the world. Yeah. One. We're going to bring this up almost every show. We have to. Oh, I hope you get done with this by the end of the show because it is important.
I'm going to have to take the other half of the show and put Uh-oh, it in, in Thursdays. That's a lot. All right. Uh, so, yes. Food distribution, social programs. He said it's the same with Hezbollah in Lebanon. No, Hezbollah is trying to take over the world. We just build people's schools, electric and stuff, and we go away. And we give it to you here. What horrible country we are. And what a doofus country we are. Why aren't we demanding we at least get repayment? Why not make it a loan? Why are we... Where's this notion that they're allowed to take money out for foreign... Anything. I mean, to give money away. We're not supposed to give money away to other countries. Oh, but we're helping the poor in Ukulepaha. It's like, I don't care. If you haven't noticed, we're in debt. And we're still spending more than we're taking in. We don't help other people. And that's called charity. Charity begins at home, and government doesn't do it. The government has no business in anything representing charity or education. Period. We're talking the national government. State governments, local governments, that's a whole other debate, and that's only for the debate of the citizens within said state. Decide, decide how they want to live, how they want to pay for their government, how they want to pay for the things they want government to do. That's their decision. Every state can decide for themselves, and everyone suffers from their own decisions or indecisions, as they may be. That's how it's supposed to work. And what happens is when you see th- when you see a state do something that's different than you and it's working and yours isn't, then you go, oh, you know what? I'm going to try that too because that worked. See, that's how the states are supposed to kind of work. They're all different experiments. They're all going to want different levels of freedom versus so-called imaginary safety that they don't provide. Uh, But there will still be people that want all this big government stuff. Well, that's okay because it's limited to your state. If you don't like it, you can leave the state. If you don't like it, you can leave America to go where? As bad as it is, what's better out there? There's nowhere to go. Unless you want to buy your own private island someplace, I can see how that would be better, <laughs> appealing. If I had money, I'd do that. Heck, I'd buy that offshore, that offshore rig that was uh, with the, the platform. Yeah, with the radio station. <laughs> Private radio. I would love that, man, because I could, I could put, a, I could drop a line over off the side and pull up dinner. There's a lot of food in the ocean. It's a good place to live. Plus, there's plenty of room for hydroponic gardening and stuff. And. Oh, yeah, did I mention? You can see everybody coming for a very long, long, long time. Well, that Delhi asks Hobart if he believes that Hamas's political wing is entirely separate from its military you wing. You already did all this. You're down to teach students. I didn't do that. Or would you do anything that would undercut its military plans for the region? I missed that one. That's why I went back. Okay. It was supposed to be before. Yes, I do see the two as opposite. I missed the question, sort of. More of a statement than a question. So anyway, he does, blah, blah, blah. Teach students to offer to students those different possibilities. Are they a terror organization or do they also offer social programs? They do both because controlling the people is very important. As opposed to offering one aspect and shoving it down their throats with, I'm telling you what's right, this is what we're doing. That's what Hamas does. If you, if you noticed, they broke. Hamas refused to bend. To be recognized as a political party, all they had to do was say, we recognize the right for Israel to exist. They do not. They do, their stated goal is to wipe Israel 
of the map. So, yes, I don't see this as a political group just doing good things. They're not doing good things to the people. The reason the people have to have all this social welfare is because of these idiots that won't let them use the greenhouses that they had took back in Gaza. They had greenhouses, functioning greenhouses. Their food, they had no problems with food. What did they do to it? Not they had no respect for it. They didn't want to do that. They didn't want to raise their own food. Why should they? They just burn things and you people send them money. More for the biggest welfare state in the world. That's all it is. Palestinians, welfare. We're literally world welfare. They don't produce a thing except violence, misery. That's it. They're even worse than a government. This is what happens in a theocracy. Usually it goes bad, just like it, when they had the pseudo theocracies with the church and the French and English governments and the Spanish government. And then you, you know the story about the king who wanted his, I don't know, fifth or sixth annulment. And the, the, the cardinal said, we can't do that anymore. We can't give you another annulment. This has gone too far. And so he kicked the Roman Catholic Church out of England and created his own church. Was that any more theocratic than it was before? Eh, a step. Before they advised the king, and now the head of the church is the king. See the difference? He controls the church. He tells you what to do through religion now. That's it. It's totalitarian. Always ends totalitarian. Anyway, uh, at one point in a documentary titled Axis of Bias, the camera flips to a female student making a presentation while playing the role of a member of the Arab League. We want justice for the Palest Palestine and punishment for Israel for what they have done, the student says. This is exactly what happens with Model UN and also in law schools, Holbert Terrell World Net Daily. You are forced to role play different sides. You have to be able to know what is going on in the minds of others. Hobart is the author of several books on education and prolific speaker. Some of his topics include weaving global responsibility into the fabric of your school and educating global citizens, according to the BU website, Boston University. On his LinkedIn page, he describes his expertise as follows. Focus on educating global citizens seminar and creation of intellectual outbound conflict resolution simulation case studies. In other words, indoctrinate Americans so that they no longer want to be a separate country. They will accept the global governance of the United Nations and its branches, and we will now have a bigger, stronger central government than ever in history. The whole world will be under one government. What could go wrong? Are you kidding me? Hobart likened his approach to that of his favorite NFL quarterback, Tom Brady. Did he have his balls deflated? And his coach, Bill Belichick of the New England Patriots. He's gotten a lot of unwanted attention lately from the flag. <laughs> the flight gate. Oh, so you did you go called there. it. <laughs> but Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, they study opposing quarterbacks, and they can get into the minds of every single player every week like nobody else, Hobart said. Can you imagine students learning that way to try to get in the middle of the eye of the hurricane of the conflict resolution? 
It works like a charm, and it's unfortunate that zealots like Charles Jacobs are so infuriated. Uh, it works so like a charm for whom? <laughs> it says for his side, his view of what is good for the world is the only view that matters. That leads to him, his side, winning. Good. But it ain't our side winning. We don't want what you want. We're not going to get along with you. And the more you push it, the worse it's going to get. Some Somebody's going to snap somewhere, and there's going to be another Boston Massacre, and then all hell's going to break loose. Uh, tension's already pretty high between uh, conservatives, for instance, libertarians, and this government, where we were told that we are the terrorists that our FBI and CIA have to watch. Yep. Veterans like myself, the Bible, want to cling to their Bible and their guns. That's me. I don't really have to cling to the Bible, but it's certainly one of the best books I've ever written. I've ever read. No, that's what I'm saying with this Jade Helm thing. You people that are accepting this in your town and getting money for the government, are you insane? I don't care if they sent out the freaking whatever. First of all, they didn't give you money. They gave you a promissory note worth nothing. Oh, you found that out? It wasn't in the article that I put up on the blog what they were, what they were giving them. To be the actors. Uh, that would be our dollars. No, I'm talking about the actors. No, I'm talking about the dollars. That It's fiat currency. It Look on it. It says, promissory note. It's not backed by anything. It's worthless. The minute something happens and it, the switch gets hit, your money, the, this government money that they gave you, it's going to be useless. Much like the colonial. Yeah, we had fiat currency before. It ended up work, worth nothing, just like every other fiat currency in history except ours. Yet, we have gone a long time, and there's been no record over 200 years of a government standing and a currency, fiat currency not completely collapsing to zero. So we're ahead of the game what only was... because there's a secret. As long as we have the reserve currency of the world, we can print as much money as we want. And it doesn't matter. And borrow, be in as much debt as we want. It doesn't matter. If we weren't the reserve currency, our government economy would collapse right now. The economy would be over. We'd be done. We'd be crashed, burned, and over. Only you can prevent this forest fire by getting, again, I'm not saying ignore voting for the federal government. We need to get as many good people up there as we can to slow things down, stop it, whatever. But we need our local and state governments back, and we need our children to be safe from brainwashing. brainwashing. And, 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 and that's easy. This, this isn't even. This is beyond brainwashing. And this Holbert guy. <laughs> this is rewiring of the brain. And they picked this up. I'm telling you how they learned this. They learned this because they were watching this. The, what happened to the brain when they were teaching the visual method of holding up a word? This word is this. Holding up a word. This word is that. Holding up a word. I, I never learned that word. It's ridiculous. Phonics. Well, and you know what you said to the other day, which I was having a conversation again with my girlfriend in Virginia. I, you brought up a good point. What the hell was this? The first time we ever heard the commercial hooked on phonics, we were like, what the hell is that? That's exactly how you learned. Well, guess what? That doing that to learn another language, but our kids don't even know how to do it. Because we Let were Let me put shocked. it to you this way. If, what do you think would be better? Jagasses like this, teaching your kids... Or you send away for the Hooked on Phonics course and uh, taught your kid how to read through that. You don't have to know anything. But it's probably how you learned, I hope, or you might be, come to think of it, yeah, there's young parents. Uh, yep, three generations back. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, but you don't have to know anything. You, heck, you could take, watch it with your children. 
Learn it together. It'd be fun. You know what I want to know, but because we're coming to the end, that show, that TV show, Revolution, remember? Yep. It, it's canceled now. It's just like the other show that you said was on the ship and they were showing against oh, yeah. Obama. They, they were specifically making uh, the the story about the Obama's administration. They weren't saying it was his. It was a different president. But he was a president that was out of control and lawless. And he told them to nuke somebody. I forget who it was. And they refused. He refused to do it. Because our government was rogue. And so he took the nuclear submarine, headed for an island, took the island over, cordoned it all off with a sensor net, and any ship that came within the sensor net was going was sunk, period. And, but, but you were listening to him talk, and you could hear him, and it it's paralleling the Obama administration at the time, what it was doing. And all of this was a lawless government, lawless president, and, and that's what they kept doing. And uh, obviously, they came after him. Well, that's the same thing with Revolution. It was like two seasons long, and we thought it was just about, you know, the computer and blah, 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 until they started bringing in the government comes back to us, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. They weren't the, the real people. The, the, the yeah. ones that were actually doing all The American all this. government. The American that was in, government. Yep. was in uh, absentia. They, were, they, were, they weren't Cuba. here. They ran to Cuba. Yeah. yeah. Then they came yeah. back and took over. And notice we're having relations with Cuba now. How convenient. Cool. Maybe one day I can go there. I want, you know, they have a whole island full of old cars. I want to ship them over here. But I'm just saying that now Revolution. They're, they're crushing old cars over here. But now Revolution, when it got to the inside scoop, but the government actually did it to we the people. They actually nuked us from the ship. And now they're coming to save us because they're the saviors. Well... That plot got a little bit too dicey, and they canceled it. No, it, it was no doubt that this was all about the Obama administration. It was pretty obvious. Uh, they didn't use his name, but you knew. And so, yeah, and it was, had great ratings. The, the star actor was a big name. Oh, and it was a black man, just so you know. <laughs> I, yeah, there are black people in the military that end up becoming officers. It happens. So, <laughs> I know everyone thinks it's like, I know it's like in the army. All the black people are the soldiers and all the white people are the ones telling them where to go get. Set at A, I got raced to the top funding to redo the whole case study that still includes Fatah and Hamas. B, that it's common core based and C, that I open sourced it so it's free now for every school to use. Yeah, we don't want it. Even free stuff sometimes is not worth taking. And I, I give you the non-free public schools because renters, you pay it through your rent, through, your, through what your rent landlord has to charge you because of how the taxes cost. The taxes go up, your rent goes up. Just like that. You're a homeowner. you got to pay taxes. Why? Uh, more than 50% of it. Everybody I ever talked to on property, over 50%, even here, goes to public education, the public school. More than 50% of taxes. Not that I should, they shouldn't be taxed at all for owning property. You own it. Where's the government coming to say, you know, you can only keep that if you give me $2,000. With that said, this has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from CropBlogger.com. You'll listen to UncooperativeRadio.com. 
and say good night, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.